0: This month, Streaming Things is brought to you by Chester Copperpot, Jillian Morgan, Aaron Layton, Ghost, Andrew Gray, Casey McCain, Crystal Trujillo, Emmy, Jeanette Murphy, Enza, Jen Robinson, John Collins, Kalisha Reeves, Kate, Kiki Newton, Stanton, and Valerie. Harry Potter, such an honor. Welcome back. My name is Chris. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things, continuing our Harry Potter marathon with The Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, baby, we're going to get some sexy prisoners in this one. It's a regular old, like, too
1: hot for TV Harry Potter, you know what I'm saying? I don't think that's what it's like at all. Oh, did I watch the wrong
0: movie? I think you did. You, you did- must have watched Denis Villeneuve's Prisoners. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's not it either. I remember the D and Dementors meant something. Yeah, that's right. They sucked your... So mm-hmm. are you creating a porn parody right now as we speak
1: at, as at creating it right now? <laughs> I've had the drafts written for months.
0: Oh no. <laughs> the Dementors are coming. I can make you <laughs> bottle fame. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that monologue will still be in there. <laughs> bro,
0: bro, glory, That's in the philosopher's stone, Steve. So if you are new here, we have been covering Harry P all month, uh, just awaiting the droppage of the last of us. When we call it Harry P. You're really getting my hopes up for this porn parody. I'm thinking of Harry P saying. <laughs> <laughs> so the last of us, we got our first official trailer. I didn't even watch it yet. I'm not going to lie to you, Steve. I watched it, but on January 15th, we get that show and we're going to start. That's going to be our next big thing. So hopefully I have full faith in Craig Mason and HBO. Um, so I think it's going to be a wonder to behold. So that's our next plan. Cause our listenership is probably 60% higher um. No, no, no. Over double. So 200% higher, but like 60% down. Uh, when we're not covering a big show, our listenership drops, and you know, no matter what we're doing. So hmm. I'm excited for The Last of Us for sure. Yeah. We should have covered Wednesday, a show that I binged and adored, but has recently become... The most watched thing on Netflix ever, I think. It beat out Stranger Things. I don't believe it. I, nobody saw that coming.
1: I don't believe that. That was on nobody's
0: bingo card. I don't believe it. Like you literally that. think it's untrue?
1: I literally think that's untrue. Really? You're the only person in my life who has ever seen that show. Did in you know a lot day-to-day. of people that watch stranger things? I know a ton of people who watch stranger yeah. things, but I you were the only person who I know in my personal life that has watched Wednesday. <laughs> really? And when you're like, yeah, beat out stranger things. I'm like, ha, ha, good one, Chris.
0: No, I'm like, oh, that's what they're saying. I
1: also when that's what Netflix says. I'm like, well, Netflix also doesn't release their numbers. So that's true. I don't trust the Oh, you think all the they're time. just like it's
0: doing really good. Yeah investors
1: literally every new show that comes out like the most watched show on netflix ever your numbers are down netflix i don't believe i will say this
0: (laughs) as someone who's a little more chronically online than you because of my like tiktok thing Mm -hmm. it is like there are hundreds of viral videos mostly recreating the jenna ortega dance scene from like episode four or five or whatever um, yeah, I've seen those. It does seem to be like a widely watched show for yeah, like the I'm, from the from the memes.
1: I'm mostly kidding because I can see a lot of because I know Sabrina is a huge thing on that show and I see a lot of yeah. uh, on Netflix and I can see a lot of crossover with that demographic. Yeah,
0: it's really like the Riverdaleification of the Adams family is what yeah. that show is. But unlike Riverdale and Sabrina, I really really liked it. Um, Jenna Ortega is fantastic. And anyway, I'm just saying from like a, from a crusty old SEO perspective, maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> That's what's the, it's hard to predict. Somebody messaged me and said, uh, I wish you'd recovering Wednesday or what you should or something like that. Cause I may, have, I'm on Instagram now at movies, art therapy. So some, a lot of people from the, that listen to the show, DM me, um, haven't got any D picks yet. Just letting you all know, but uh, keep them coming. <laughs> they're open. <laughs> um, I, I was talking to them and I was like, it's really hard for us to dedicate ourselves to a show um, uh, because it's really scary because yes, most likely we'll get more listeners than ever before because people really like it when we hyper focus. But at this, if it's a failure, if it's something people are not into, then all we do is alienate our if it's our loyal core like. or even worse, if it's something we don't like, yeah, then we're just going to shit on something some people like, mm-hmm. uh, so it's really scary because when we started Str- stranger things, it was season two. So it was something we already knew that we loved, you know, like, I don't think we've ever. House of the Dragon is a Game of Thrones offshoot, something we already knew that we loved. Uh, And then Rings of Power was kind of a risk, even though we did love Lord of the Rings. we were worried about that. And that didn't go super great. Like, you know, um, we had a few people that thought we were kind of shitting on the show. And, you know, uh, we ultimately got through that and had a good time. But that was more of a struggle than we're used to. And so that's the risk that we take when we pick a new show. So it's tough out here navigating these waters, man. Hell yeah. But anyway, all that is to say, look forward to the Last of Us dropping on January fifteenth. I've never played the game. I have about mm. forty days now to to beat it. I yeah. just beat God of War Ragnarok. Uh, I'm obsessed with it, so I'm like hundred percenting it for you don't no have, reason.
1: You don't have forty days to beat Last of Us. You have like ten because that's when Witcher comes out, and you're gonna that's what I'm Witcher scared about. <laughs> yeah, The
0: Witcher Three Wild Hunt update is uh, December fifteenth, fourteenth.
1: Yeah, you've got like 10 days.
0: <laughs> but I think I could do it. So that's last of us coming soon, but right now Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. But we got some cool. It's been a fun week, right? Everybody's Spotify wrapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, figures came in. Absolutely. And uh a lot of people were sending us uh, us in the top 5, sometimes number 1, everybody else needing to listen to us a little bit more. Sometimes <laughs> it was two or three.
1: Yeah, it was really really cool kind of getting to see everyone you know, sending us their top fives and where we ranked in those top fives was really, really fun. Uh, a, a really cool way to engage. Spotify did this really cool thing. I did not know they did. I think they started it this year. They made a wrapped specifically for podcast creators. So this show, Streaming Things, got our own wrapped and it had some really cool information um, that I kind of wanted to share with you guys up at the top because it's really cool. And it just kind of goes to show just how... Awesome you guys are as listeners, and we're so thankful to have you. Um, And this has been a really, really good year for us. It has. It has been a very good year. So I'm going to read some of these stats. You ready, Chris? I'm ready. Did you know that we created 6,878 minutes of new
0: content? (laughs) When you say it like that, it sounds psychotic.
1: (laughs) It feels like it. Uh, That's 99% more than other creators in the TV and film category of podcasts. (laughs) I think we've made too
0: much shit. (laughs) I felt every bit of 8,000 minutes.
1: Can you you guess what our most popular episode was?
0: Uh, Easily. I think it would be the finale of Stranger Things 4.
1: You were correct. That is a piggyback. Mm -hmm. It was our most downloaded uh, uh, episode by a mile. uh, I think it was like 400% more downloads than our average. Uh, This show is is heard in 92 countries. Enza. Enza. <laughs> she's like, I represent
0: everywhere, not the USA. She's
1: she's our global market. <laughs> our top five countries are the United States, United Kingdom, Australia, Canada, and Germany. Germany's Germany coming in, in, in hot. There. Yeah, Germany coming in hot. Oh, I take that back. So piggyback.
0: No minds. <laughs>
1: sorry. the Piggyback did 999% better than our average episode, mm-hmm. which... That's pretty funny to me. Uh, here, let's. this is a cool set that I thought was really, really neat. Our podcast was in, was in the top 5% most shared globally in the world.
0: That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Thank you all.
1: Yeah. Thank you guys so much. I think that's a lot of people who are sharing our, because it says like 34% is over text. And so I think there's people like, hey, listen to these guys talk about Stranger Things. Look at these nuts. jagoffs. Look at these jagoffs doing awful Russian impressions. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I love podcasts. We're in the top 5% most followed podcasts on Spotify. That blows my mind just so much. Uh, But this, this is what I thought was fun. So our listeners, you guys have a personality, according to Spotify. Uh, Our listeners are called Enthusiasts. They are stream fiends. Like your listeners are super fans. When their favorite podcast releases a new episode, they are among the first to know, going above and beyond to show their support. And that is so true. Go stream fiends. Awesome. Stream, I already knew that. The stream fiends are off. awesome. With your help, we charted into four different charts. We uh, peaked at number eight, I assume, in all of Spotify. Wow. That was our highest amount.
0: And that's amongst like your last podcast on the left, your your, your, your Joe Rogan's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is insane.
1: Um, we are the, you t- know, in the top 10 podcasts for 11, over 11,000 people. We're a top five podcast for over 7,000 people. And we are the number one podcast for 1,783 fans. So it's thank you guys. Basically our patrons. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you guys. I just wanted to share that stuff at the top because this was a really, really good year for us. And those were some really interesting stats because over the summer we were super enthused, like, yeah, our numbers are growing. But now that we're at the end of the year, we're like, okay, we're getting comfortable where we're at. So to get that, uh, those type of
0: stats was yeah, like it's really good, humbling. Like, oh yeah, this a It's a good carrot really on a stick, year. you know, because uh, yeah. we just do our, we do our better help ads uh, because we like mental health. Right. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it's like mind declines at times. And sometimes I'm like, is this really am I doing any good here? Am I doing any good here? So something like that is really good to see. It kind of bolsters my uh, willingness to keep working this hard throughout 2023. Um, and I would like to do more, to be honest with you. It kills me that I can't cover all of these shows. I have watched a ridiculous amount of movies and TV this year. Um, upwards of 230 films, I think this year, over hundred new releases in 2022 and at least 20 like series premieres which is a lot of time. And I've only been able to talk about a little bit of them because it's like, well, a Steve has to edit and do a lot more work on whatever I want to talk about. So I have to pick very carefully. I can't just record myself willy nilly and post it Steve. Uh, <laughs> but I would like to, like I would love for this to be a full-time thing, you know, yeah. where we have multiple different RSS feeds dedicated to different shows. And, and Steve and I would gladly spend nine or 10 hours every day working on this stuff and posting on 17 different social media things and and really diving deep stream stranger things style into, you know, a dozen different things. Uh but unfortunately we're we're nowhere near being able to quit our day jobs, but we are uh we have reached the point where we are just un- unbelievably grateful and we've had I don't know, I would say hundreds, met hundreds of like parasocial close friends. Um, all of you in the discord, but even a lot of people that are in my DMS on Twitter and Instagram on a daily basis. And uh, I don't always respond in a timely way, but it, it always makes me smile. Mm-hmm. Um, So thank you. This is just our way of expressing gratitude and, our little end of the year stats that we got—it's really fucking cool. Yeah. Really fucking cool. So thank, so, thank you guys. Yes, thank you. Continue to interact with us. You can email us at any time at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at streamthingpod. Um, I'm like I said, I'm on Instagram and TikTok and stuff like that. Steve is on uh, Twitter at Steve May thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'll give also you- on this Instagram. Are you? Yeah, it's
1: s underscore May zero five. If you want to see pictures of my dog. If we're plugging Instagrams now. And DM me if you'd like <laughs> Steve's
0: phone number. It's not a big deal. I'll just it's give it to you. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Not a big deal I'll at all. I'll just block it.
1: So right now. we're <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but well, one thing we should plug, we are, we are starting to do more YouTube shorts. So Yes. Yeah. We're,
0: we're trying to figure out um, YouTube, the YouTubes. Um, and we don't have our own URL yet, but it, the link is in our link tree and our other socials. And I think there's probably one in the show notes as well, I would imagine. Right, Steve? Sure. Maybe, maybe not. You can't just go to YouTube slash streaming things yet. Um, But if you search it, we'll be there for show. Mm -hmm. Um, But right now, we should also mention something a huge elephant in the room. Andy's not here. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: There we go. I always hit the fucking scary scary one. one.
0: There we go. It is scary that Andy's not here. Uh, Andy's not here. He's on vacation. He's in the mountains of Tennessee, I believe, but you can't go looking for him. Cause he'll be back by the time you hear this. I think, um, <laughs> <laughs> don't go hunting for Andy in the woods. Uh, Andy will not be here for this or in a couple of days when our evolution episode drops. Uh, he won't be for that either. Cause we're doing them both in the the magic of, of editing today. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Andy's out having a good time gallivanting. So it's just Steve and I, which is sad because I think Andy agrees that Harry Potter and the prisoner of Azkaban is the best Harry Potter movie. I think he agrees with me on that. And he's our resident Harry P expert. So
1: Yeah, I'm not going to be able to point to Annie like and that character's name
0: is uh Flu Medigadoo. I
1: love Gugaflu Medigadoo. <laughs>
0: uh but today we're covering Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban uh directed by the legendary Alfonso Cuarón. I think I did a good job with that. One of my Fresh. favorite directors. Uh I, I don't know if I'm 99% sure this is legitimately the best Harry Potter movie, but I am willing to admit I'm a little bit of a douchebag. I'm a little pretentious. And the fact that this particular film was directed by an auteur, Mm -hmm. uh, it might elevate it in my own mind and I might look for details. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I'm, I, yeah. I'm just being honest. Like his, I mean, that his, might be a thing. His style is definitely catered
1: more towards yourself and people like us. I, I believe so.
0: He's directed such movies as one of my favorite movies of all time is Mama Tambien. And I know I didn't pronounce that correctly, but I, I adore that movie uh, with Diego Luna's in it, Steve, you should check it out sometime. Mm. Um, but also Roma gravity, uh, just some, some legendary uh, children of men, just children legendary men. films. Uh, And then out of nowhere, this third installment in the Harry Potter franchise, and he directs the shit out of it. Um, So that's exciting. Uh, But before we get in too deep, if you're new here, you don't know this, but we're about to tell you, we're not going to be referencing She Who Must Not Be Named at all. We here at Streaming Things stand uh, behind the trans community. We are very much in the camp of... Do whatever the fuck you want. Be who you want to be as long as that makes you happy. Uh, and so we will not stand for any kind of prejudice or hate here in the show. But we do think Harry Potter is a good story that has meant a lot to millions of people over the decades. And so we thought it was still worth doing this marathon on our show. But we want to say that right at the top. Right. That's right, baby. By the way, I also thought it was funny. This is one of the shorter movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if you noticed that uh, at a brisk, uh, two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. 142 minutes. It's actually the third shortest uh, order of the Phoenix and deathly hell is part two. Ironically oh, are both shorter than this movie, uh, but the first it's shorter than the first two chamber of secrets. The worst movie in the, in the franchise, in my opinion is the longest for no reason. It's nowhere wow. near the longest book. It's like the It's one of the shorter books. Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the first two books. It's one of the shorter ones. 161 minutes, Chamber of Secrets. 152 with Sorcerer's Stone and then 142 with Prisoner of Azkaban. So that was one thing to look forward to as I watched that and Evolution today.
1: <laughs> oh, you watched both of them today?
0: I did. They so, had
1: Powerhouse over here.
0: So you know how I stand. This is my favorite by by a mile in the Harry Potter franchise. What are you What's your experience with Prisoner of Azkaban?
1: So with you know, you know all of these movies, guys. I have only seen the movies once each, right? So I'm coming into this having not seen many of these since they were in the theater. I literally saw this one in the movie theater. It was the first Harry Potter I actually worked because it came out in 2004. It was 2004? Right. I was yeah. working in the movie theater. I was a, a fresh young lad in the in the workforce. Young lad. Uh, I I took a girl there. To see this movie because I was interested in her. And I'm like, she loves Harry Potter. Let's go watch it. She Harry went with Potter. you. Like,
0: she knew that she was with you. Mm-hmm. She wasn't just there. And you were like, hey, right? can I sit here?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it didn't work out for me, but, <laughs> but that's how I saw this movie.
0: You said for the first Leviosa, time. didn't you? I did. And she
1: was like, it's Leviosa. <laughs> Uh, it's actually the opposite I know
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why you didn't like her
1: yeah. um, but no like this is this is kind of a blast to to, to watch again it's definitely of the three because I'm I'm gonna order these as we go through because I've only
0: seen them all once yeah I you're like you got a fresh like reevaluation of everything
1: yeah and so this is definitely my favorite one of the three we've watched so far okay uh it just feels different there's I don't know. There's a sense of danger going on. I think it looks better. It's like the best-looking movie so far. It also has fun in interesting ways, um, and it 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 moves briskly for the most
0: part. Like I think the editing is so much better. Like you get like. Yeah among many things, but you get a real sense of them. Like when they go to the different classes, we like, we talked about it when we covered chamber of secrets, it was kind of just like, Oh, now they're here. Whereas in this movie, you got a sense of like these little transitions. Like he would cut Alfonso. If I, if I may call you that, he would cut outside to like a, dementor's friends call him the Fonz. Yeah. The Fonz cut outside to like a Dementor robe kind of trailing at the top of the screen above some grass and the grass would like crisp and get covered in ice. Mm-hmm. Um, or, he would cut to show the passage of time. He would cut outside and see the snow melting off all the trees. And you would see like the whomping willow shake itself off. And it's like, Oh, it's becoming spring now. Mm-hmm. And then it would cut back inside the school, a little shit like that, where it was like, Oh, I can track that a month or three has passed yeah. rather than chamber of secrets. It just cuts to the great hall. And like the snacks are different themed. Mm-hmm. Um, and-,
1: and it's the first movie so far that I think really introduces, this is the first movie that begins to feel a little more adult. Like, they're still fun to be had, but they introduce two really, really great um, adult characters, uh, Professor Lupin and Sirius Black.
0: And you get in, there's David Thewlis and and Gary Oldman, so it's like, holy
1: shit. Just amazing actors, and they really add a sense of realism and stakes to the movie. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just nice to have a professor um, of defense against the dark arts that isn't a total tool you know? (laughs) Sure. And, and then just the added like, oh, Sirius Black, he's coming to get you, Harry. And the Dementors are this constant presence that are always looming in Hogwarts. So you just, this, the sense of danger is always at the school in the way that the other two weren't necessarily the case. And I think
0: that, that it was intentional with Lupin. Like she must not be named was, was kind of shooting for like a, oh, I've done so much with this teaching position. It's always the villain now. Uh, or at least a douche, mm. and so well he was actually a straight villain, a terrible person. Though. Oh yeah, as far Lock as Gilbert Lockhart, Lock yeah. Hart, yeah. Um, so it was like a a red herring in this in this movie. But anywho, yeah. So we both love the movie. I'm really excited. This is my favorite. Let's dive right in. Um, it opens with Harry doing magic in the summer. I talked about it in the last episode with Chamber of Secrets. Littlest Maxima. Yeah, that's illegal. What are you doing, Harry? Breaking the law. Trying to read. He's see where they're doing his best Judas Priest impersonation. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Is that Judas Priest? I think it is. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Did I just teach you a music fact? Maybe. Oh my goodness. Check that out. And Judas Priest. Good job. Laugh at me again, Discord. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a source of mirth in there about my lack of 80s music knowledge. Uh, Yeah, Lumos Maxima. I guess he's doing like a really bright wand light. And he's reading a book, ironically, called Extreme Incantations. Like, I like incantations, but what I get nervous about is extreme ones.
1: Yeah, that's it's like the difference between Doritos and extreme Doritos. It's
0: it's a a cavern. (laughs) A cavern? Cavernous distance. Yes. I I don't know what I was going with. (laughs) I went to say vast. It was a lot. Uh, But what a nerd studying in the off months. You know, you ever have one of those friends, you go over to their house sometime in late September and they're just uh, getting a, an early syllabus head start. I've never no, read my books for Me the neither, year, guys. because those people don't have friends, Steve. Got them. <laughs> I'll hit the scary one. <laughs>
1: I got to put a fucking button on this thing.
0: But Uncle Vernon keeps storming in because he just smells magic's afoot. He does not like that shit. Not one bit. Mm-mm. But uh, Harry's too quick for him.
1: It's lighting up the whole neighborhood, though, in his defense. That's <laughs> yeah. If, if yeah. Vernon's trying to sleep, I get it. It looks like a rave's going on in there. I get it. If I was sleeping and this kid just kept lighting up his Fortnite TV screen and would turn it off, I would get upset, too.
0: Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be in there sleeping.
1: Lights out, baby. It's- he was
0: a little nicer to Harry in this movie. Like, not really, but kind of.
1: <laughs> Compared to, uh, what's your name? Marge? Aunt Marge?
0: M- Marge is a h- horrible witch. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, Harry goes downstairs. He needs Vernon to sign a form. We don't know what, but it looks like some kind of school permission slip. And he says, uh, later, maybe, as long as you behave. You right? behave. And that's what I mean. He's like a little nicer. He's, he's brusque. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we know about his past history of abuse. But at the same time, in this moment, isolated, not too bad. Uh, Aunt Marge comes in. She, I assume it's Uncle Vernon's sister. Yeah. She loves Dutters. Dutters is just sitting there watching TV, not even paying attention to her while she kisses and dotes on him. Are you, I'm sorry. Is
1: Dutters an official nickname for Dudley? Uh, according to Aunt Marge, yeah. Oh, That's what she, she called oh, him. Oh, yeah. write that down. Okay. She's like, oh, Dutters. Dutters. <laughs>
0: she gave him the Lord, the Lord night of kisses.
1: What, one, uh, oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> one uh, one thing I loved about this set dressing is there is literally a TV in every corner of their house now. Yeah. Dudley's
0: obsessed. And that's his <laughs> characterization as he's basically me, which I take issue with <laughs> someone who's always watching TV and is very cute. People call dudders. That's me, baby.
1: But Aunt Marge is like, as she sees Harry, It's like, Oh, you're still here. Are you getting beaten at school? You should
0: get beaten. Yeah. There's a line where she says, uh, cause he, she, he, she asks uncle Vernon where he's at and he's like, St. Uh, I wrote it down somewhere because that's, that's a little bit ways in here, but St. Something like it's a boarding school. And she's like, Oh, do they use the cane there? And she looks at Harry and he's like, Oh yeah. I've been beaten loads of times. so often." <laughs> it also characterizes Marge. She has 12 dogs. I assume no husband or kids, right? So she's, She's just a, one of those people. Now, animal people are generally genuinely pretty kind, usually. Yeah, uh, but typically. that's that's Mar. But 12 dogs? Then you start to get in a crazy town, right? Mm-hmm. So Marge's got 12 dogs. By the way, she looks over at Petunia. And again, we're from the United States. I apologize to anybody o- over the pond, across the pond. Uh, but she looks at Petunia and says, excellent, nosh. And I had to Google it. I thought Nosh was like a dish, perhaps like the beans and toast thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not. It's like a slang for food in general. So she just looked mm. at Petunium and was like, "Great food, tasty food, um, tasty made, generic you made, dish." You made a great meal. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what Nosh is. Uh, she gives brandy to one of her puppies, Ripper. Ripper. That's right. Um, and that's right. He, uh, Vernon says it's a fine institution for hopeless cases. The boarding school that he's sending Harry. She asked, uh, Oh, St. Brutus. That's right. Do they use the cane there? Oh, I've been beaten loads of times. And then she says, excellent. Is uh, this when she
1: starts like, uh, uh, Talk at smack about Harry's parents. Yeah. She's, she's like, like what like, hey, about the dad? Is he a drunk? Is yeah. he a loser?
0: And he blows up on her about the drunk. He was not a drunk. You're a liar. And she kind of chastises him there. Uh, and then she's, it's not the dad anyway. It's the mother. It's the same thing with dogs. When there's something wrong with the bitch. <laughs> and I was like, oh, whoa. Whoa. Aunt Marge. So Harry goes full Willy Wonka on her, mm-hmm. and she he, he he engorges her, and she floats out the window into the sky. Large Marge floating in the sky. That's right. Vernon's hanging onto her for dear life, but then at one point she looks down comedically and goes, "Don't you dare!" And he lets go. He's like, "I can't <laughs> help you. I'm out. <laughs> can't help you. Me and Ripper, are, we're out of here."
1: She, I mean, she's got some pretty excellent propulsion if propulsion under her. If she's mm-hmm. able to lift Vernon up and uh, yes. assumedly she would have taken him with her.
0: He's a heavy man. <laughs> and Dudley's still watching TV throughout all of this. Oh, D- Dudley's not famous. Can't be pulled away. From, I assume that's Doctor Who. Uh,
1: I wasn't actually. I didn't pay. I, I didn't, didn't even see it. I'm just. I thought assume, it was because like,
0: they're British. I assume.
1: I thought it was like a variety show type thing. It's
0: probably something dumb. Yeah. I think there was it's like, like Survivor season going three. three. It's definitely Survivor season Survivor.
1: three. Someone's getting voted off the island. Yeah, like, he's I, like, I, like, guys, turn it down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're about to put their torch out. What about um, the weak weakest link, someone off the show. Goodbye, goodbye. Harry storms off, kicks his dresser. Uh, there's a a moving picture of his parents there, a literal moving picture. Uh, and then Harry leaves with Marge. You can see Marge floating in the distance as he's screaming for help heading, heading down the help street because he's like, "Bring Marge back this instant!" And Harry's like, "No, not gonna do it. She deserved it." And he assumes he's gonna be expelled from Hogwarts. That's how angry he is. He doesn't even give a shit. He doesn't have a plan. I've already been Lumos Maxim, and I found a way to grow my wiener His extreme incantations. I'm gonna be in trouble for all that.
1: <laughs> I just love how you open the book for extreme incantation, and one of them is like blimp someone.
0: Oh, is that what the impression you got was? Is that he had just I learned it was. that? Yeah. That's interesting. Is he didn't there- even have to use his wand. Do you know that's advanced? Like only like Advanced incant- extreme incantations. Well, but I mean like it's really talented to be able to do magic without a wand or yeah. without speaking. Like that's an, it's that's own thing. in like the, the seventh year of the school, I think.
1: Yeah. But, but as we learn Harry's later a good on wizard. in the movie, Harry is an exceptionally powerful wizard.
0: He is. A, a, that's why he's the main character. Yes. Right. He is the boy who lived. And then we kind of get like a horror sequence with Harry alone at night, sitting on the curb with his trunk. Um, there's like a really barky dog. Really scary looking dog staring at him. That may or may not be important that there's a dog there. Mm. Debatable, debatable. And then we get like a double decker, but it's a triple Triple decker, decker. you know, British bus. Whenever I think of Britain, it's always the double decker bus. I want to ride on the top of one of those so bad. Yeah. So bad. Don't you? What would you do up there? I don't know. Probably open my umbrella and try to fly away like Mary Poppins. (laughs) Drink some tea. And then land in a pub.
1: There you go. That sounds like that. I mean, that is the watch quintessential British experience.
0: I'd watch some football for sure. Are they start still, a fight?
1: Are they still in the World Cup?
0: And then the what do they call the uh, the cops?
1: Uh, uh, they th- don't have any guns. Uh, they just trop- have sticks.
0: Begins with a T, right? I don't know. Trolleys? Tr- no, a trolley. A trolley is a cart with snacks with nosh. <laughs> 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 trolleys have nosh, Steve. They're, 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 they're daddies. Patties. bobbies, 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 Daddies. <laughs> <They're> daddies. <laughs> here come the daddies. Someone call the
1: daddies. <laughs> Don't worry, the daddies are here. To it's, save been t- it's been a <laughs> crime.
0: <laughs> call the daddies.
1: think we got the daddies. <laughs> Hi, daddy. Daddy. <laughs> I'm
0: pipping the door. I'm pipping the
1: door. I called the daddies. Did, did someone talk about me, Daddy.
0: <laughs> uh it's called the Night Bus with a K. That's clever. And Stan Shunpike, he's like the I don't know what it would be. He's like the or- the ticket taker Yeah, he's like a bus guy. Concierge. Yeah. Concierge of the bus. Of Cause the, the bus. bus is also kind of a hotel. It is in some ways he carries his own trunk. And by the way, I found this out, Steve, he, what she fell over for. Cause that's, there's some like com- British comedy when he shows up to pick up Harry. But I really enjoyed him. A huge Monty Python guy. Uh, but as he's carrying, uh, Harry's trunk, I'm taking way too much time on this, but I found this fascinating. I don't know if you noticed it. He lifts the trunk up. It's too heavy. And he goes, Oh Gordon Bennett
1: right yeah Gordon Bennett yeah did you know what that is <laughs> no I don't but I remember him saying that
0: yeah he says Gordon Bennett I, I googled it like who the hell's Gordon Bennett it's nobody Gordon Bennett is an English language idiomatic phrase so it's an idiom used to express surprise contempt outrage disgust or frustration so if you could and if you're in England and you stub your toe getting a spot of tea Gordon Gordon you can Bennett? just go ah Gordon Bennett, and that'll, like, you'll fit right in.
1: That's the opposite of codswallop right there, my friend.
0: I just find that Gordon fascinating. Bennett. It's just somebody's name. I don't think there's any... Who is the original Gordon Bennett, and that's their legacy? I don't People know that there is an original... I don't know. I couldn't find... I didn't Google much, but... We,
1: you gotta... We gotta figure out the the history of this phrase. There's yeah, gotta be... right
0: into streamingthingspod at gmail.com, and, and tell us the story of Gordon Bennett. Because I don't think in the US of A, we have a similar idiom other than Jesus Christ. Do We, <laughs> we don't say anyone's name. As a curse. Logan Paul.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Any who's. There's also like a Jamaican shrunken head uh tree, tree and a half. Uh He sees Sirius black on a newspaper. That's where we find out the, the plot line that he's escaped from Azkaban, which is the wizard prison. Don't, and then don't forget about Ernie, the bus driver, Ernie, the bus driver, take it away. Ernie stalwart Ernie. Mm-hmm. He, and the bus is really cool. I love this sequence where they're, it's able to like kind of metamorphose <laughs> into different situations. Like when there's two regular English double-decker buses, it goes between them. Um, they all and, get like real skinny. They all get real skinny and elongated. And then the shrunken head's like, why the long face, man? <laughs> Which is a funny joke. Yeah. it reminds me of the guy from Futurama. Are you a fan of that show?
1: Yeah. Uh, Phil Lamar's character. Is that
0: who it is? Yeah. He, he does the, uh, what's the, the, the limbo.
1: Yeah, I can't remember the character's name in Futurama, but I know you're talking about. Yeah. I know I know the actor that voices him, but. I,
0: that's a weird tidbit of knowledge know. outside of the character. That's <laughs> neat. I like that. Uh, but he has him drop him off at the Leaky Cauldron, the bar that he likes to frequent. Uh, and they say, next up Nocturne Alley. But there's like a Uncle Fester looking motherfucker.
1: He's <laughs> just an Uncle Fester guy.
0: <laughs> I think his name's Tom. Yeah, his name's yeah, Tom. Yeah. He gets off the bus with him and he, uh, we find out very quickly he works for Cornelius Fudge. Um, there's a guy in the, in the leaky cauldron stirring a cup of tea with magic for no reason. Yeah,
1: He's just twirling his finger. It's, no, which he's is twirling
0: a- it like right around the spoon.
1: Yeah. You could literally just, just grab the spoon, just man. Grab the spoon. I to- say that,
0: but I would 100% do that. If I could do magic, I'd be sitting on the couch, grabbing shit with magic. That is within reach. I
1: would be scratching my own nuts by just doing, would this. you? Yeah. Just,
0: Oh yeah. I'd be afraid to, that's an extreme incantation. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's the
1: difference between Doritos.
0: Not and, so and scratcho. Doritos. it's probably something corny like that.
1: That's true. In this world, if you'd say like this, the smallest thing incorrect, it, you know, it's, it's pretty, uh, pretty, yeah. Testiculous, itchulous. Diagonally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Hedwig's already there. Very smart bird. Uh, and, and Cornelius Fudge is being way too nice to Harry Potter. He's uh, He should be expelling him, perhaps imprisoning him. That's a major law he's broken. Underage magic outside of Hogwarts. It's like but the he's,
1: president, like, oh, don't worry, son. I took the liberty of getting your school supplies and
0: keeping you up in this room. It's like, dear boy, we wouldn't send you to Azkaban for blasting your aunt. And then uh, Uncle Fester's like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No one likes her. <laughs> no one likes her. But he uh they've popped her and wiped her memory. Everything's fine.
1: So they're okay. So just so we're clear, uh-huh. They're okay with not holding Harry accountable with for his magic use because they're more concerned about getting him to Hogwarts to keep him safe.
0: That's my read on things is that everybody's kind of scared for him. They're more concerned with Sirius Black, and they know that Sirius Black's gonna be going for Harry and plus. I think Cornelius, my read on it is that he's not a great person, but it's politically motivated. Like if the boy who lived gets murdered by an escaped prisoner, it's going to make, he's not going to win the next he's, election. He's not going to get reelected. C- correct. Uh, do and they so, have
1: elections for the minister of magic? I, I would say. Uh, or do uh, yeah. they just pull your name out of a cup? I think the queen just chooses.
0: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> <Ew. laughs> Get Your me, name is Fudge. Get me the Fudge Chalice. God save me. It mm. uh, cuts to the housekeeper getting roared at.
1: From I don't know a, why our version of the Queen was Mrs. Doubtfire. Why not? That's
0: hello. all we. <laughs> hello.
1: That's Help all we got. Is on the way, dude. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> it's my image over. Uh, the the housekeeper gets roared at Ron and Hermione show up and then Ron's entire fucking family's there. I guess they had recently come back from Egypt. Uh, that was the, the tidbit I was getting.
1: Oh, you missed, uh, Harry dealing with this monstrous
0: book. Oh, did I? Yeah. That's before he meets Ron and Hermione. I did monster book of monsters, which there's a long sequence about that.
1: What is this scene for? Like, this is a scene that I think they could cut it. They could but it, have, but it's 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 fun. It's it is fun. It's honestly horrifying. Like if there was a book La- ra- 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 like with like all the little
0: pages flying out, yeah. and it's definitely the kind of book that Hagrid would ass- would assign.
1: Yeah, and I love how Hagrid. It's like, well, how do you open the book? Well, you rub its spine, of course. Yeah, it's sexually you, stimulated, of yeah,
0: course. No, he says <laughs> stroke. Yeah, well, stroke its spine, of course.
1: You said the same thing I did but differently. But I, I think <laughs> my,
0: my point is that stroke has a connotation that is somewhat sexual mm-hmm. m- more so than rub. Jerk it off, boy. <laughs> Why did you do Yoda? <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> that little, next. like
1: that little green thing. Do you? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So Ron's family went to Egypt, Molly's mommy and him. Hey, make sure you got all your books, dear. And then Arthur pulls Harry aside. Nobody's going to tell him this, but Arthur's just a straight shooter. And he's like, look, man,
1: <laughs> he's a stranger.
0: you're in grave danger. Nobody at the ministry would want me to say this, but uh, uh, he he's going to be wanting to find you. Just promise me you won't go looking for him. And then Harry's like, why would I go looking for somebody who wants to kill me? Yeah, because Sirius was a
1: big supporter of Voldemort and thinks the only thing stopping Voldemort from coming back into power is Harry Potter himself.
0: Yes, that's right. And and Arthur's like, you're not going to find out the answer to that question until the end of the second act, Harry. And then the scene cuts. We uh, do learn there's like a minor subplot
1: in the scene where uh, uh, Hermione now has a cat named Crookshanks. True. And apparently Crookshanks is, is always Crookshanks trying- new? Well, this is the first time they've really, I think, shown it and kind of talked about it. Yeah, I think it. she had it
0: as a first year, but it's, it hasn't yeah. been a huge thing But yet. they
1: haven't like really brought any attention to her or anything. But true. Crookshanks this year, for whatever reason, is out for scabbers. Which I don't blame her. I don't blame her either. I mean, she's, I mean, hashtag Kirkshank was
0: right. You know, the reason is that she, who must not be named just now in the third book thought of the fact that Scabbers has been another person the whole time. And so she st- started putting tidbits of it in. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to break the spell.
1: <laughs> um, she did. It was, it was actually, she's trying to correct a mistake where she's like, wait, Scabbers is how old? Oh shit. Uh, rats don't live that long. Oh no. Uh, Oh, cause it's a person high five me
0: i mean (laughs) i dug it we cut to the hogwarts express everybody's getting on board and saying goodbye to their loved ones someone is asleep in the cabin that harry hermione and ron uh choose and they decide ah let's talk about super top secret stuff they're asleep Uh, well they know it's lupin uh, do they
1: yeah because hermione's like that's professor lupin how do you know it's on his luggage oh
0: that's right she's clever Mm -hmm. she can read She's the brightest witch of her age. <laughs> she is. Uh, Harry tells Ron and Hermione what he's learned about Sirius black. Uh, and that's when the dementors show up scabbers ain't having it. Mm-mm. Very scared of the dementors. Mm-mm. Uh, and then one of the dementors starts sucking off Harry, which is <laughs> what I was drinking. water. I know you said that. that's why I, that was perfect timing. <laughs> he starts to suck his soul out. Um, and then Harry, I love this bit of editing. Harry hears a woman scream and says his name, but then they made the scream blend with the train the whistle. Train, yeah. God, that was fucking good. That's it the kind of good. like details that don't exist in, in most of the other Harry Potter films. That's what I'm saying. That's Definitely that, the first that's that cor- coronification. And this this scene in particular, where the, the window gets all
1: icy and then you see uh, the one Dementors in the, what do you call it? The hallway of the train slowly yeah. kind of walk. Like that's, creepy as shit yeah that's really really effective
0: and then like yeah there's a part where harry kind of looks longingly out the window in a foreboding manner and it's his a shot of his reflection on the rain outside and mm-hmm. uh, it's just re- like you said it's the best looking film so far by a mile um but i but like I lo- that bit of editing as well
1: But i love that when uh harry comes to lupin is just like eat your chocolate boy it's gonna make you feel better eat your chocolate uh and he, he I'm going to go talk to the conductor. The, yeah. And they found out that no one else heard the woman screaming. Only Harry did. Mm, not a good sign. Yeah, Not a good sign. And uh, we listen to the Hogwarts choir singing a song as we get to see the, the money shot of Hogwarts.
0: The choir is amazing. I love that song. Oh,
1: it's a good. It's a good song. But we get the money shot of Hogwarts in this in this movie. It's now in a, everyone's in a carriage ride. Yep. That's how you see Hogwarts for the first time. Well,
0: those are Thestrals, I believe, Steve. That take the them carriages? to the school. Yeah, the the carriages are are controlled by thestrals, mm. or not controlled, but like pulled it, along. Is a thestral also a type of bird? Uh no, mm. it's a fictional You're not thinking beast. Thinking of a
1: it's like a it's like a it's like a horse. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, why was the choir holding frogs? I didn't notice that they were. Yeah, the front row. I saw a couple pumpkins. The front row of kids were all holding giant huh. ass frogs. Why not? Yeah. It's not they, the
0: weirdest thing we're going to see in this movie. Because
1: they stop singing, they have a beautiful song, Toil and Trouble, and then the song ends, and then something
0: the, the, this All the frogs comes. are
1: like, "Ribbit!" Were they part of the song as well? I think so. Wow. I at least they had they they had the uh, the the punctuation mark at the end of the song.
0: I've never noticed that. But if you were a wizard and you were in a choir, why would you not train frogs to be a part of the song? <laughs> That'd be not? the first order of business.
1: Maybe everyone in the choir only has frog familiars. Yeah. They don't have a scabbers. They were like, hey, everybody, bring your
0: familiar tomorrow. We're going to use them in the song. And everyone showed up with frogs.
1: Guys, we all brought frogs. <laughs> that's why we're pals. we going to look
0: so dumb. <laughs> that's why we're pals. We all chose <laughs> great minds. Frog choir. Great minds think alike in the choir, boys. Uh, the new Dumbledore is revealed. By the way, that's huge. It's kind of accepted now. But at the time, we were like, whoa, that's not him. I kind of forgot that this was the movie that the Dumbledore changed. Yep. And so when Michael Gambon popped up like wait, wait what? My, Michael Who Gambon pops up. A much I don't I wouldn't say better better I wouldn't say better Dumbledore. Um but kind of like I think that Dumbledore is like old and wizened and kind of cute like lemon drop is my password but at the same time he,
1: everyone should exercise caution. Caution. That's very good to do. But also, like then Michael Gambon comes like, "Welcome to the new school year, kids." I'm on coke.
0: (laughs) He's pretty spry. It needs (laughs) to be at times, and I think that the original casting would not have been able to pull that. So together, they have all aspects of like my idea of Dumbledore. But I love Michael Gambon. I think he does an incredible job. Um, The previous actor passed away. His his name is escaping me. At this moment, uh, Richard Harris, Richard Harris. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Lupin is there to fill in the defense against the dark arts position as well. Uh, Malfoy mocks Potter. Imagine that uh, for being scared of the Dementors and passing out because he's the only one that passed out. Hey, Potter, is it true you fainted? Yes, is he? Uh, Care of magical creatures teacher uh, retired in order to spend time with his remaining limbs is, <laughs> is the way the Dumbledore says it. <laughs> and Hagrid is taking over. So they're giving him a, a teaching position. Uh, somebody who never graduated Hogwarts. That's great. Mm-hmm. Hogwarts will play host. He's a self-made man. He is. Pulled himself up by his uh, whatever people in England wear instead of bootstraps. His Kestrel straps. Only Americans. festrel. Yeah. Or orchestral. Orchestral. <laughs> the frog straps.
1: Yeah. Um, I did some research, by the way. That That choir is called the Frog
0: Choir. Really, according to the Harry Potter wiki. Yeah, hardcore Harry fans are going to be losing their minds right now. He didn't know about the frogs. That's the frog choir. I, I wish Andy was here. I
1: can't really see. I'm doing a quick little look look through here. I can't really read why the frogs are there. But look, man, they,
0: you don't want to go down that 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 path with this movie.
1: Yeah, this is a wormhole, just leave it. Just have, leave it. We don't
0: have time for the frog choir. Um. And then Hogwarts is going to play host to Dementors until Sirius Black is captured. And then famously, Dumbledore says, but a word of caution, which I, I thought of you, Stephen, chuckled. must
1: have a word of caution.
0: They're extremely dangerous. They will not be able to differentiate from those that they're looking for and those who simply get in their way.
1: Why <laughs> are these things here? How insane is this? Like, hey, we know there's a killer on the loose. We Easily could. more
0: dangerous than the killer.
1: We could just post Horrors or yeah the wizard security force which sure. are orcs, i guess uh no we're gonna put little demons that suck your soul and can't differentiate between good
0: and evil no, they just like to <laughs> suck souls just little soul hoovers running around a school at
1: a school yeah this is like hey guys there's a murderer. Th- Running loose in town, we gotta protect the elementary school. So you know what we did? We hired a, a bunch of Harvey uh, Weinstein clones. They're just gonna be posted at the at the entrances. It's of a terrible schools. idea, and like, it's,
0: it's 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 not a safe school. And no. we'll see pretty soon in Hagrid's first class. Not safety is not even on the list of priorities, much less at the top of it. Um, but I did love that frog choir. He gives him a word of caution at the very least, Steve. I mean he's like, Look, it's on you. You've been warned. If it it's on you. I told you. Just like with the chamber. They mostly hold what they hate one the most. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> our Dumbledore slowly devolves into Bernie Sanders. It does for me because I'm not as talented <laughs> as a voice actor. Did you notice that I think the, the, the so there's the big tables in the great hall, right? Uh-huh. Did you notice that it looked like the, the classes changed? Like, because Hogwarts was always on the, the first table to the you mean right. mean Gryffindor? Or Gryffindor, I'm sorry, not Hogwarts. That's the fucking school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Gryffindor was always on the table on the f- right. Like if you're going down the middle, it was the table on the right. Am I correct in this? And if you're now, facing Dumbledore the dais? Yes. I think and you're right. I think it's, they're it's on like the left mid, side.
0: It's middle right is what it was, I yeah.
1: think. Oh. I, I, I don't know. That, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought like, oh, they're going to They change changed the, the whole,
0: you guys sit over here now.
1: <laughs> We're <laughs> well, doing some things differently this year. <laughs> <laughs> we also put the Whomping Willow on a hill.
0: It is in a different location. <laughs> it's like more secluded. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we put Hagrid's hut down there too. A different art director. We told we the- These is We only gave the construction workers one bit of feedback, and that was caution. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's right. That's right. They go to get into the Gryffindor common room. Uh, The Fat Lady—that's her name. It's the painting that they have to give the password to. Fortuna, yes, (laughs) Fortuna Major is the password. She wants. She wants to sing for him though, because. The fat lady sings, right? I love, I love
1: that she's basically Kristen Wiig from SNL. S&O. Like, oh, don't let me, don't make me sing. <laughs> yeah. Don't
0: make me sing. Uh, and, then <laughs> and then she like, they're like, just she, let me in. She and she's breaks like the
1: glass. It's she's like, Look like what I did with my voice.
0: Plebs. <laughs> she calls them plebs because they don't want to listen to her sing. I thought that was funny. It's really like under, <laughs> under the sound of the voice. Um, but the gang's all there. They're being kids. We get to see Dean Thomas. We definitely see Seamus. Uh, they're playing with some kind of like Neville's there, Neville's there, voice changing beans. It's a cute little scene where like, it's like animal noises, adolescents being adolescents doing fun stuff. You know, this is a good, Harry's a
1: choo-choo train this is a good little reminder. Like they're just kids having fun in a dorm room.
0: Yeah. I thought it was an effective scene for like, cause you know, you don't have the time that the book has, but it gets to show them actually doing kids stuff momentarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dementors be lurking though. Cause he goes outside the window during the Harry Potter choo-choo train <laughs> episode. And uh, they're just floating around <laughs> and it is a wide shot of them all. Just kind of staring at the school. Like we'll get you. Why don't we ever do animal babies together, <laughs> yeah. guys? Carl, we never play like that anymore. I mean,
1: we just floaty up here, and I, sometimes I think it would be good—a good morale booster. You know, to I love do some fun little icebreaker games like this.
0: <laughs> I love sucking souls. I, Amen. <laughs> but I'd like to play a game every now and then.
1: I I'll, I'll shoot some ladders, maybe. Come on. Maybe, oh, I would just suck a soul for some sarades. (laughs) Oh,
0: man. Oh, my, my Dementor's ass. I would love that. (laughs) I mean, that's all we do suck souls. We used to be more, you know, (laughs) 3 (laughs) dementored.
1: Sucking souls used to be so special, but we do it so much. Mm. We do it so much. Now, let's shake things up. We're out of school. We're at a a new place. Let's get a kid. Oh, we don't spit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't spit. We just suck. (laughs) <laughs> oh you know what we should do We should go to Hogsmeade and get new robes <laughs> should, Ours is so, ratty and, so ratty and tattered We're no longer in a prison That's why
0: we don't get invited nowhere
1: No We
0: suck real hard <laughs> <laughs> This isn't gonna be funny <laughs> What it is to me And yeah, this is all CNN Oh it better <laughs> Good. Do they do some establishing shots after the wide shot of the Dementors? There's some really good handheld camera work around the grounds. That's the kind of thing. That's where the Alfonso, that's where the Fonz comes the in, is man. He's coming in hot. He's like, oh, it's scary, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was, if you were watching the YouTube, you got the the jaunty handheld camera. Is this reference. where we get to see the
1: Wamping Willow? Yeah, just you see,
0: absolutely destroy a bird. <laughs> I wrote Ye Old Wamping Willow. Uh, and then we cut inside to a new character, Professor Trelawney professor of divination played by Emma Thompson. I love professor Trelawney. It's like, cause it's Emma Thompson or just in general, just in
1: general. I honestly didn't even know it was Emma Thompson until I looked it up later. But like when she shows up and she's doing her professor Trelawney thing, like this woman is a vibe. I she love is. her. I, this is, this is the epitome of a professor. Like when I was in college, if I knew of her, I would sign up for her class, having believing she is full of shit. I don't believe in divination at all gods. If I don't, I had
0: one of those, it was I an Eastern philosophy because I was a philosophy major. I took a ton of Eastern philosophy courses. Not that I think Eastern philosophy is like worse than Western philosophy, but it really wasn't my bag at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just loved his vibe again. Yeah. You know, I'll sit and meditate with you, bro. Whatever. Yeah. Give me an A. <laughs> uh, I love Trelawney as well. They're studying Tassiomancy, which is the study of tea leaves at the time, but this whole like It doesn't make sense because Hermione's whole thing is that she kind of scoffs at divination because it's like she's treating it like a pseudoscience amongst hard won science, which is funny to me because it's all magic. So the idea that somebody could like read the future in a crystal ball or in tea leaves isn't that crazy if you're already a witch, right? But in this universe, it is like even Trelawney is kind of shit upon, like as a kooky old bird Mm -hmm. uh, who does like very ineffectual magic at best, at least by Hermione. Um, But it's the one thing Hermione's not instantly amazing at, which is why she hates it, I think. Yeah. uh, Which comes in later. Uh, But there's a funny joke where they're trying to divine the tea leaves. She walks up to Neville and goes, (laughs) Is your grandmother quite well? And he's like, I think so. And she's like, Are you sure? And he's like, Well, and then she just walks away. (laughs) Yeah. What a funny bit. This is
1: why I love her. Like, I just love her subtly and innocently destroying people's day. Yeah. And like being none the wiser that that's what she's
0: doing. <laughs> and she freaks out at Harry's tea leaves. Ah, the Grim, The Grim. And then one of the other kids like Googles it because she won't say. In the back, he's like, uh, it says here, top search result is ancient. <laughs> uh, thing meaning death. Omen of death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bad things. So it zooms in on Harry. He's pretty scared about that. And but then
1: we're learning that Hermione is just appearing suddenly. Yes.
0: She's, uh, she mentioned something about being an ancient runes as well. And then Ron says, well, ancient runes is at the same time as civilization.
1: And she's like, uh, you're Ron, you're dumb.
0: Yeah. I don't know why you didn't say that. By the way, what syllabus are you looking at? You're dumb. You're dumb. Uh, and throughout this movie, several times Ron will say, Where did she come from? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and why would she scoff at divination? Is a note I wrote. I already talked about that. It's magic, not science. We cut to a class with Hagrid, his first uh, class as a professor. A stroke the spine, of course. That's when that comes in. Uh, the book attacks Neville uh, a bit Neville. Of some corny physical comedy as Neville's kind of on the trail fighting the book still. I love how he
1: shows back up and his
0: clothes are just all torn apart. The book beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Uh, classic Potter Malfoy squabble with a, where's the teacher? What's Hagrid was just right there. He's going to get Buckbeak, I guess, but it's like constantly unattended children beating each other up and going on adventures in this, in this movie, uh, in, the, in these movies, um, you're supposed to stroke it is what, it's <laughs> what he says when he gets back, <laughs> uh, a hippogriff Buckbeak is introduced. Everybody say hello to Buckbeak, Buckbeak, He's
1: good hippogriff. He is. You got to show him he's, you know, we love Buckbeat, but he is a stickler for manners. You got to
0: bow to him. They are very prideful creatures. Very. And he's like, I love how Hagrid's basically like, uh, you'll regret it instantly. And for the rest of your life, cause you'll be missing limbs. Who wants to go first? <laughs> uh, everybody <laughs> backs up, leaving Harry standing up front. Harry, good lad. And he thinks Harry decided to step forward, which is pretty funny. Who'd like to come and say Hello. Uh, Hermione holds Ron's hand briefly, so this is when we start to get like a really accentuated romance vibe between Ron and Hermione. Like they're mm-hmm. they got they're crushing on each other. I still don't feel it. Yeah, it's not there. There's no, no chemistry, but they're trying to yeah. make it. They're. T- it's like the word fetch in Mean Girls.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's not going to happen.
0: They're trying to make. Stop trying to make it happen. Uh, Hagrid puts him on. <laughs> so this whole thing happens real quick. Like the, the the hippogriff's a little bit nervous about Harry. It looks like it's failing, and you can tell Hagrid. These are dangerous enough creatures that even Hagrid's like, "Oh, Harry, don't move." Uh, and don't then move. It works out. He pets the hippogriff, and then he just. Picks Harry up and sets him on his back. and then And Hippogriff flies away. This school has no concern for safety whatsoever. They're dementors up there. Yeah. But not only that, but it's like, at least tell them, like, then you're going to fly it. Like, mm-hmm. we've got knee pads. Multiple wizards are standing also, by to uh, arresto memento if you fall.
1: But also, what as a teacher, what is the rest of the class doing for the five minutes? Like, all right, kids, now, if you were up
0: there. Cheering for the main character, Steve. And that's just, what they're doing they're
1: just everyone like, pissing off draco why is harry potter always get every <laughs> fucking course of course he gets to hide dude i want to there's one kid in there that's so mad like
0: my whole life all i've wanted to do is write a hippogriff and harry potter there's a village and there's a, that for me i want to write the book when it, when this is public domain What well, we got like 30 more years uh <laughs> <laughs> 30 more years. i think it's coming it's 50 up 50 years um there's a villain origin story happening in the back of that class. Every who's always like in Harry's classes who fucking hates Harry. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> it's foreign and not Draco, just the quiet kid who just gets shat on. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, it, th- like that- he's some just disdainful Hufflepuff, just writing tiny margins in a journal about how much he hates Harry. I love everyone, but Harry Potter, I hate that kid so much. Oh my God. <laughs> That's going to be the book I want to write. By the way, are you going to play uh, Hogwarts Legacy, the the massive know. RPG Harry Potter game? I don't know. Maybe. I already bought the deluxe pre-order because mm-hmm. you get extra robes and stuff. My wife's really excited about playing it. And she yeah. came in. Uh, I was uh, putting the baby down to sleep the other night. And she came in like, oh, my God. It's so exciting. I found out that you can link your Pottermore account. You know what Pottermore is? Yeah. You can link your Pottermore account to Hogwarts Legacy. And it'll like give you extra like wands and like your actual wand that you- got by answering the quiz and like your actual house that you got by answering the quiz and she's like almost out of breath and i'm like that's really cool babe but that means you're gonna be a fucking hufflepuff because that's what she got on the quiz Mm -hmm. she's like i love hufflepuff i'm excited that's what i'm gonna be in
1: well i watched a um like a playthrough of that game and they were like doing a tour of the hufflepuff dorm really specifically and it was like oh that's a really cool that you can hang out in the hufflepuff dorm and i guess all the dorms are different Oh, for sure. I'm
0: yeah. not going to know where your stupid dorm is. But the,
1: but the Hufflepuff dorm is like underground. So there's like a lot of like. Where it should be. <laughs> What's well, underground near the kitchens.
0: Mm. So Hungry little guys. Hungry little badgers. <laughs> she is very Hufflepuffy. Honey badger don't she care. She loves snacks. Snacks. Uh, so he flies the hippogriff. He ends up landing. Um, and then, of course, uh, Malfoy accosts the hippogriff because he's jealous. By the way, while he's up there, he does a full rose on the Titanic move. Uh, which, sure, why wouldn't you if you're on a hippogriff? Yeah. Except that he's by himself, so it's sadder because he doesn't have Jack behind him holding his arms.
1: He had the spirit of Jack behind
0: him. He did. Uh, it's very sad, though. But yeah, and then Malfoy comes up like, I can do it. What's up, prideful, stupid, fucking bitch-ass hippogriff? <laughs> <laughs> Instantly, he's like the dumbest guy on the planet. Malfoy's and then he gets so scratched, dead. and he's like, oh, it killed
1: me. I'm dying. I'm
0: mm-hmm. dead. He really tries to milk You and that. your bloody chicken. And the next scene, he's milking it with Pansy Parkinson. Uh, she's mooning over him like, oh, you poor dear. And he's like, yeah, they almost had to take my arm off.
1: That's he, not the same girl from the previous movie. That no, that was, was impersonate.
0: Mildred something. Mm. I forget her name.
1: Yeah, it's hard to remember these names, isn't it?
0: No, Millic- <laughs> Millicent <laughs> Bulstrode. Oh, uh, you got it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is Pansy Parkinson. Uh, there's like ghosts sleeping through Is she related really to Parker Posey? I think so. <laughs> there's ghosts sleeping through a ghost window. I thought that was really cool. It's like ghost glass shatters as those, uh like oh, ghost yeah, horses yeah. jump through the window. They do it twice. Um, and then there's Seamus with dramatic news. Uh, serious black sighted. And uh, <laughs> he tells him that it's been in, in Dovetown. Uh, and then there's a, the Dementor transition that I talked about earlier, where they kind of glide over the grass and everything mm-hmm. freezes. Um
1: Hey, guys, we still haven't gotten a board game to play. Uh, we're I just thought looking. we decided that Tuesday's was
0: going to be Dementor Dank game night. This is why we don't hang out. You guys are terrible at planning and following through.
1: I, I, what, what else are we doing? We're just floating up here in the sky. I can see you over there. I guess what we're going to do is suck souls. Let me guess. Uh, pff, every damn day. It's, it's the same <laughs> thing with these guys. I just, just, I just want to bro- excuse me for trying to broaden our horizons. Yeah,
0: excuse me. Let me go put on my ratty old tatty robes and go suck somebody. Oh, look at me looking just not like a snack. (laughs) (laughs) And now a quick word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. As you all know, we are ardent supporters here at Streaming Things of strong mental health, though we may not be paragons of that. I actually work full time in the mental health industry. I travel around trying to guide and help folks find people that might help them through their needs. And even I struggle very much in that category. In fact, I do not have a therapist currently. But Steve, ever since we've been dealing with BetterHelp and partnering with them, I think you've you've found some help in them as well. Absolutely. Uh, I started using BetterHelp her help
1: when they gave us a code and i've been working with my therapist becky she's a true g she's been mm. helping me kind of work through my own uh, uh relationship issues and goals for myself including uh getting over my codependency issues that i'm just discovering that i have so she has really helped me this year with kind of grappling who i am and what i need to do to have a happier life
0: Yeah. And actually having them as a sponsor has helped propel me in my urgency to find my own therapist. So I'm working on that this month. And that's the cool thing about BetterHelp. They'll help pair you with a therapist. You can scan through different ones that are available on the app, you know, right from your home. So you don't have to like talk yourself out of going because you got to drive somewhere or whatever excuse that you can come up with. I know how I am. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash streaming things today to get 10% off your first. Month that's better dot com l p.com/slash streaming things. We cut to the first defense against the dark arts lesson, uh, taught by Remus Lupin. The uh, man, and this is one of my favorite scenes in the movie: it's fighting a boggart. Hell yeah! A boggart is a creature that can mimic your deepest, darkest fear, uh, but very easy to combat. You just have to say, ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and think of something funny. Uh, and this is when they say, when did she get here looking at Hermione? Because she defines what a boggart is, of and, course.
1: And Malfoy's like, this class is ridiculous. That's what I'm talking about. High five. Hey, God, crab,
0: arm. Goyle, even though Goyle apparently got fired. Or was it was a crab? One of them definitely got fired. Yeah, one of them's gone. For like uh, weed or something. Oh, like that's a real thing? Yeah,
1: I, I know one of them doesn't appear. Well, maybe it's the last movie where he got replaced because uh, he got like in trouble for busted with the wacky
0: tobacco that's yeah. all it was yeah. come on man it
1: wasn't a big deal
0: but they. come on man yeah. well i guess if he was like 15 they were like damn man you're gonna be a real charlie sheen in a couple years aren't you
1: <laughs> oh, <geez>. tiger blood <laughs> get out of
0: here river phoenix um i'm sorry was that <laughs> oh was that too soon <laughs> i guess a great mogul well, like yourself I, is gonna stop me as a professional in the field i want to say that was demanded <laughs> Professor Snape is Neville's deepest, darkest fear. And he uh, gets imagined in Neville's grandma's clothing. That's how you get rid of that mm-hmm. boggart. And then there's this awesome montage, which yeah. for some reason, Lupin puts on a record of swing music. Yeah, <laughs> And there's diegetic music. I mean, it is the
1: 90s. So like everyone was into big band swing music in the 90s. So. It's
0: so fun. Like I thought we were going to get to see everybody. Like you get to see... uh Ron's basically terrified of Aragog, the spider. Yeah, and he so puts he puts ice skates on him? Rolling skates. Yeah, yeah. Which is really cute. Um, what were some of the other ones? There's
1: a big snake for someone and big they made snake. the snake into a big clown. That was a weird transition. That was kind of weird. That was just like, a
0: completely different thing.
1: Like, that's just, that's also horrifying.
0: Yeah, it was. It was its own <laughs> scary thing. Stop it. You suck at this. Um, and then Harry jumps up and of course it turns into a Dementor. Lupin jumps in front of him and then it turns into a moon, which is a really cool little touch. Yeah. Uh, he gets rid of it. He's like, class is over for today, and everybody's groaning. Cause it's the first class that anybody was actually having fun learning. Like Lupin's a great yeah, teacher.
1: They were legit learning a really good skill skill. Yeah. skill. And it was a lot of fun. The skill.
0: <laughs> you jumped into your dementor voice.
1: <laughs> oh hey, I'm just the bogger Dementor.
0: Yeah. You learn, about, you learn about them skill. Want, boo. I'm scary. Oh, you. I'm a moon. I'm a moon. (laughs) Hope I don't moon you. I'm going to go to Azkaban for that. (laughs) Don't
1: drop the wizarding soap.
0: (laughs) Uh, And then we cut to all the kids getting excited to go on their extended field trip to Hogsmeade, except that Harry didn't get his permission slip signed. That was what he was trying to get Uncle Vernon to sign so he could go to Hogsmeade this year. Third years are allowed to go out and drink butterbeer and whatnot. Um, the idea that he couldn't forge it in a magical universe is wild to me. Like this whole plot line where he's like, is he that big of a nerd? Oh, I know that you gave me this to be alone with for four months, but, um, my guardian didn't sign it, unfortunately. So.
1: Also, you guys are very well aware that my guardians abuse me. <laughs> like this, is, yeah. It's like rid- it's it's an open secret. It's, ridic- it's ridiculous. You all know this and you send me back there anyway. Yeah. So, so. maybe do me a solid, McGonagall, <laughs> and just write the goddamn paper slip.
0: That's my final word on the matter. You will stay here alone because you're a poor boy with dead parents and all your other friends with alive parents are going to go have fun, Mr. Potter. <laughs> 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 it's ridiculous. It's a damn boggart. That's what that is. Yeah, it is. Anywho, he stays alone by himself, but does get to talk to Lupin for the first of, I think, four times for extended periods where he bonds with Professor Lupin. Um, and then he talks about the boggart incident. And he's like, Why did you jump in front of me? And he's like, I think you know very well I do why I did that, Terry. You suck. Uh, I assumed he would take the shape of Lord Voldemort. Um, why'd you do this lesson then? That's not a good idea. That's uh, what he says. Um, but he says, no, I, I thought it might be, I thought about Voldemort for a second, but, uh, the Dementor popped up and then he says something very British. Lupin says, uh, very wise of you to fear, fear itself, Harry, which is a quote of, uh, what's his fucking face?
1: The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Yeah, That's, the World War that II is, guy. That is not a British quote. That is uh, Woodrow or uh, uh, FDR.
0: That's FDR. I yeah. thought it was uh, the whiskey guy, Churchill. Churchill. No,
1: he's like, we will storm the beaches. <laughs> <laughs> we will protect the sea. I okay. can't remember the fate, but yeah, fear I thought itself it was Churchill. is uh, FDR.
0: Okay. Uh, the Dementors so make check us check
1: f- out our uh, President's Day quiz for more of that. type <laughs> of... <laughs> <laughs> Me not knowing. <laughs> Uh, I know a little Are we going to do another President's Day? I know as much about President's
0: Day as I do a uh, uh, Presidents as I do about 80s music. Just take it that way if you're new here. A lot. Another President's Day Jeopardy? Why not? I don't know how many more movie themed Presidents things you can do I know. after doing two completely separate ones. Yeah, you were thinking of We Will Fight
1: on the Beaches. We Shall Fight on the Landing Grounds. We Shall Fight in the Fields and in the Streets. <laughs> Churchill. That's, that's my Churchill. Yeah. I saw Darkest Hour. <laughs> Who hasn't seen a Darkest Hour? I mean, that's all
0: you need to know With, about uh, Churchill. Gary Oldman as well. Gary Old Man. Um, he's a Gary Old Man. Um, <laughs> God damn it!
1: He's a Gary Old Man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Dementors make us face our very worst memories. The reason that Dem- you find this out later in the movie, but the reason why Harry is more affected than the other kids is he actually has dark memories. Right? Shit's happened him. He's been through the shit. Is what they used to say about Nam. Um, and then he says. uh, uh, he mentions his mother. Lupin does, mentions Harry's mother, and then Harry looks at him. And there's this funny sequence because I'm a child where Lupin turns around and he goes, Yes, oh, yes, I knew your mother. <laughs> Tied ass on that one. Like, just the, the way he's sadly stopped. They're going down that road. Don't go down that road. Um,
1: there are some odd things that he and uh, Sirius both do in regards to Harry's mom. Like, you look like your dad, but your eyes. <laughs>
0: That's your mother. Oh, your eyes. Lily. What was her maiden name? Yeah. Lily Fudd. Dursley. No. No. No, Vernon. Vernon, Yeah. That's not how marriage works. Yeah. I used to know her maiden name. Andy. I wish Andy was here.
1: Her eyes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) James, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs)
0: James had a talent for trouble. You're more like him than you know. Uh, We cut to Ron talking about Hogsmeade on the stairs while everybody's trying to get into the Gryffindor.
1: this place (laughs) was so cool. Holy shit, Sock Shop. It was the tits. Why weren't
0: you there? (laughs) Oh, yeah, your parents are dead. Oh, I'm going to go hang out with my new friends I met at Hogsmeade. Yeah, since you don't give me any of your money, Elon Musk. (laughs) Money? (laughs) money. I don't know why I did a uh, Forrest Gump. Instead of British. I oh well. Saying,
1: I'll know what love is, Harry
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Dan said we didn't have to worry about money no more. So that's one <laughs> less thing. Um So who's the head boy? It's Percy. Percy Weasley. The fat lady's gone. Someone attacked her. There's like slashes in the painting. And there's like a baby painting crying next to it. And she like this lady trying to sue. Dude, it's so funny. It's so well done.
1: All the paintings are in disarray over this news. And yes. Also, like I brought up Percy because this is the second scene in which Percy's there. Just like head boy here. Head boy. Make way. Head boy. Yeah. Head boy. Very 1920s. Head boy. Come here. The painting's missing, head boy. Read all about it. <laughs> you heard it here first from the, the head boy. He's a
0: much more prominent character in the books, so they just kind of have to put him in somewhere in the movies. Uh, Dumbledore and Filch show up. Dumbledore's nails are triflingly bad. Did you notice that? They're very long. They're cracked. They're yellowing. It's just not how I pictured Dumbledore. He I feel needs, like he, his he, shit would be on fleek. He needs a mani. Literally use your wand. And probably a pedi. <laughs> uh, manicure perfecto. Fucking done. Well, this is a different Dumbledore, right? New year, new dumbs. (laughs) New dumbs. Uh, And then the fat lady snitches and says that (laughs) Sirius Black is the one that did it to her.
1: Eyes like the devil he's got. Ah!
0: Uh, the castle is then sealed because they know he's inside. It's like a disaster relief camp. They p- pull everybody to the great hall. And all of a sudden there's only like 62 students in the building.
1: We have to tell all the students they can't go out of the storm, the beaches. <laughs> we will fight the dementors on the beaches, on the landing grounds
0: and <laughs> whopping willow. Uh, the, and then uh, what else happens? All Snape oh, they're and- sent
1: to the great hall.
0: Yeah, they all just sleep there. Like a, That's what yeah. I'm saying, disaster relief. They,
1: they put like a nice little... It's uh, uh, like a
0: sky up sky there. Sky and galaxies. Uh... Well, there's a really cool shot of Dumbledore when he's looking down at what he thinks is a sleeping Harry. I like how Snape and Dumbledore have this super serious conversation about Harry two feet away and just assume that the teenager is sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, uh, he talks about like, oh no, let him dream. Let him swim in the deepest oceans. Fly over the highest mountains. And Harry's just staring at him while he says this. Uh, actually, and
1: Snape's also like... That's a little
0: much. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's turning it back a bit. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. And we cut to Snape teaching Defense Against the Dark Arts, but he's like the substitute, but he's not the cool kind that's just going to wheel in the cart with the TV on it and play Remember the Titans. <laughs> no. No, 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 no.
1: Snape wants this job Page so
0: 394. Werewolves, Hermione says. We were just talking about fiddly stinks and tiddlywinks yesterday. I said page 394. We're werewolves, not swearwolves. Can anyone tell me the difference between an animagus and a werewolf? No one, huh? You're all fucking stupid. Me, Hermione. And then Hermione says the difference between an animagus and a werewolf, which is what,
1: Steve? An animagus chooses to transform. Werewolves cannot choose. That's
0: right. What else about werewolves did we learn?
1: Uh, Their wolf. Pardon? Werewolf, wolf. <laughs> werewolf.
0: Werewolf, therewolf. No, werewolves would turn on their very best friend. They have no mm, control over their actions. Yes. They are forced to turn by the moon. Pretty common werewolf thing. I learned from Snape in this scene that uh, were comes from the Anglo Saxon word meaning man. So it's really just saying man wolf when you oh, say werewolf. Yeah, that's a good point. But he scolds Hermione Granger for. Uh, Did I take pride in being an insufferable know it all? And then you hear Ron go, he's got a point. <laughs> What the fuck, Ronald? What the fuck, Ron? That's your that's your fucking pal. That's one of your main trio of the gang. Can we all agree she is annoying? She does kind of suck.
1: I don't know why we put up with her honestly.
0: <laughs> oh, she can hear me. Where did she come from? As soon as we went to Hogsmeade, I ditched her. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a really cool scene where Draco sends like a uh, an animated shitty note over to Harry. Uh, and Do you like me? Circle yes or no, yeah, it's, but it's like highlighted yes or no, blinking. <laughs> uh, and then we get to Quidditch in the rain. For once, they're not playing Slytherin. Thank God. You think they would cancel it with a storm like that? Nah, I, mean, I feel like the kids on it's not like are a kid's ever going st- to get
1: struck by lightning. Nah, that's never going to
0: happen. No. Except for when he does, and no one cares. No one seems to care that he gets struck by lightning and is falling every bit as far as Harry's falling. But is anyone telling cool stories about it or standing over the other kids? Like we cut to Madame Pomfrey's infirmary right after this because Harry gets sucked off by a Dementor again and falls almost to his death until Dumbledore's like, arresto momento.
1: He also sees the Grim again
0: in the clouds. He does. Yeah, he does. That doggy. It's a doggy dog world up there. I'm just concerned why the kid from Hufflepuff that got struck by lightning, nobody gives a shit about. Like, I assume he's still just laying in the Quidditch pitch. That
1: kid's dead. He's Oh, should we get him? Oh, he's not the main character. Oh, that's not Harry Potter. Who cares?
0: (laughs) Who cares? That's old rando. That's Uh, a red shirt. What was the umbrella? I, I don't know. I think it was just a visual thing. It was cool. Like, oh, it got sucked away in the rain, the storm. And then you get to... The only thing, the, the visual purpose that I saw is when it flies by, it becomes a Dementor in the background.
1: Oh, so is it a Dementor in disguise?
0: No, it was just like a visual, like when it flies behind Harry and then you see the Dementor come out. Oh, so it was like a. It was like something in the sky to where he wouldn't notice Dementors were around him. Because gotcha. in his peripheral. He just thought it was the umbrella kind of thing. I, I, that's the kind of touches that, you know, this Alfonso Guys, I bought movie. Guys, an
1: umbrella. It's, Look at it's me. It's raining. I don't want to <laughs> get my tattered
0: old robes even more tattered. I don't want them to get them wet. That's just common sense. I got it at the gift shop. I might have to suck somebody when I'm up here. I don't want to be all wet. Oh, there's one right now. Oh, there's a tasty little morsel coming up right now. He's <laughs> this, this is this is this is drive-in food. Mm-mm. Here we go. I, you all told me I was flying up too high and nothing would ever be up here. Look Joke, at you now. Jokes on you. Yeah, I would have got that other boy too till the lightning got him. Mm. I don't like it cooked. <laughs> Give it to me raw. I was going. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to suck him, but then I found out it was just a Hufflepuff. Mm. ew patooey <laughs> nobody likes hufflepuff patooey nobody's sucking me um and then there's more lupin and harry conversation we find out that but right before that that harry broke his broom uh-oh i uh, wish he was rich he could just buy another one this is a huge plot point though because it's not does his,
1: his broom ends up in the
0: willow yeah the broom floated to the whomping willow what they, oh, gotcha. they they break that news to him, and then Lupin's like, "Oh, can you fix your broom?" And he's like, "No." And he's like, "Damn, that sucks, Harry." Uh, and then he talks more about the Dementors. Um, and then we cut to Fred and George giving Harry the Marauder's Map. One of my favorite things in the Harry Potter franchise. I love it. I solemnly swear I am up to no good is how you activate the map, and then mischief managed is how you deactivate the map. Very cool, iconic lines. Mm-hmm. Right? I have. I may or may not have sweaters that say. Uh, I saw him swear I'm up to no good. I may or may not. I'm not going to admit to that. Can't confirm. One of them might be a crop top that shows off my midriff.
1: A crop top. It's my wife's. Oh, if you wear that, you are (laughs) definitely up to no good. Mm -hmm.
0: That's right. Mischief managed. That's what I say every time I finish. Mischief (laughs) (laughs) Mischief managed. I get a lot of play.
1: I bet you do. I bet you do. I don't.
0: <laughs> Harry sneaks into Hogsmeade using his Marauders map and his uh, classic invisibility cloak, and then does he steal
1: Neville's steals lollipop? Neville's fucking lollipop! Come on,
0: it's Neville. Why would you do that to that He's poor just boy? Like, Mine. He's just enjoying a nice little lolly. a Hi kid, who also doesn't have parents. Fuck your enjoyment.
1: Hi kid who gets picked on incessantly.
0: <laughs> I will add to that. This is the worst thing Harry's ever done. Took <laughs> Why his would lolly.
1: He take poor Neville's
0: lolly. And I assume it was pre-licked. How often do you unwrap a lolly and leave it unlicked for any prolonged period of time? I
1: didn't you know Neville like and could not wait to Straight lick it. Straight in. He was just like, this is the one. He went good full
0: Dementor on that pocket. fucking thing. Oh my. <laughs> <And then laughs> Harry was just like, Moin. Anyway, poor Neville. We cut to Ron so and Hermione. They're flirting over at the Shrieking Shack. Oh, no, you go in. You go in. Uh I Weaselby. <laughs> Why is he there? <laughs> this kid sucks. What? I love
1: how it's taken three years for Malfoy to come up with a Weaselby. Yeah, that's
0: the best he could do. I'm weaselby. I was going to pay somebody to write my jokes, but I forgot. Stupid red hair and you're a mudblood. That's all he came up with. Yeah, By the cool. way, we get a lot of emails and messages of people thinking Steve was saying mug blood. Uh, I actually thought that a couple times too. I probably was. But just, just like I don't think he ever thought it was mug blood, did you? Right? No. It's just, I just some I just slur sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> we just stutter. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Just, some people do that to me in my TikTok videos. They're like, did you say blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, probably. <laughs> probably. I made that in six minutes when I'm supposed to be doing other things. It's just shit that happens, guys.
1: It's madness when you talk so much.
0: It your, is. Your mouth can make weird noises. Yeah, I th- a lot of people don't think about sometimes I think we, which I understand. I would totally call attention to it too if I heard it. But like we're, sometimes we record three or four of these in one day and it's like the seventh hour that you're hearing and Steve just doesn't give a fuck anymore. He's so, trying really hard.
1: I'm literally, st- as we're talking right now, if you guys could see what's happening, I literally have a soundboard that I'm managing cameras that i'm managing over here my fucking notes and imdb opened over here i'm gonna misspeak sometimes my Mm -hmm. brain is in six and he's dumb
0: as shit
1: and i'm fucking stupid
0: (laughs) so it's amazing (laughs) he's able to multitask at all um but yeah malfoy jumps in and he's you know calling hermione slurs and making fun of ron for no reason whatsoever but he gets pottered Uh, He does get Potter. He gets pranked for somehow Potter is able with an invisibility cloak to just beat the shit out of all these people without them touching him or noticing anything is amiss.
1: At one point he pants one of them. Yes. He he pulls his pants down and less than a second later, the kid who's like 20 feet away trips like how did he get?
0: Well, it's even worse than that. He's like spanning one guy and then you see Malfoy 10 feet away, like get hit in the face and fall over. Yeah. Like damn. Well, I just took that. Like maybe he used his wand and it was like, expecto face punch him. (laughs) (laughs) but then uh, Malfoy's a coward. He runs off knocking over his buddies to get away. Cause this is also the shrieking shack. So they think it might be a ghost haunted. Yeah. Some kind of, uh, which evil spirit question. Sure. They go to
1: school Uh at Hogwarts. Yes. A school that is populated by a lot of ghosts.
0: I was just thinking that, but this is an especially evil one.
1: I think that's very presumptuous of them.
0: None of them, none of, none of these are malevolent that they're familiar with, but this might be. I think that's presumptuous of them. Do you know the history of the Shrieking Shack? I know it's been a long time since you read the books. No. So what's really neat? This isn't. This is actually one of my like differences from the movie to the books. The Shrieking Shack was Lupin's hideout. He would, that's why the whomping willow was there, uh, Yeah, right?
1: Yeah, that does ring a bell. No, he would
0: transform that. into the werewolf in the shack and mm-hmm. it's very painful and he would scream. That's why everybody's afraid of the shrieking shack It's because it's actually Lupin that was in there going, Wah! "Yeah, right? So that's, that's the whole story behind that. And I thought that was really actually clever, pretty neat. Uh, but yeah, he gets, uh, Malfoy gets pranked, gets run off. And then Hermione is smart enough to know that it was Harry. Ron's terrified that it was the ghost of the shack, which I think is some funny, like really, like a uh, subtle characterization. Cause Ron's just standing there shivering and then Hermione's like, Harry, um, just something that I noticed that that was really cool. Because uh, Ron's can Hermione. Ron is the Steve of that group. He really is,
1: <laughs> lovable um, but dumb as shit.
0: And then Hermione, and to some credit to Ron, Hermione's dumb enough to think he's going to turn the Marauders' map over to Professor McGonagall. Aren't you, Harry? <laughs> and then Ron's like, yeah, right along with his invisibility cloak. Uh, he got more cockneyed in my iteration. I like it. Invisibility cloak. <laughs> Say all the syllables, Brits. Come on. <laughs> Just kidding. Look what you do to your
1: language. Just do,
0: <laughs> just do what you do. I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, Wait,
1: if I'm the Ron of the group. Yes. Does that make you the Harry and Andy the
0: Hermione? I think I'm the Hermione.
1: You're the Hermione.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm smarter than so Andy Andy's for sure. Andy's the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going by that alone. Just you're smarter than Andy. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what else. All right. Andy would probably be better at a broom.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I could see if him be better. Could fly to him?
0: Sure. Yeah. I'm okay. De- well, Andy's pretty scared of heights, but I'm just not athletic at all. Right. Andy has played soccer. So that's his quidditch. Mm-hmm. 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 See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going with that. You're Ron. Okay. I'm Hermione. Okay. That's which fair. means we. Uh, uh? So <laughs> do we. Oh, we have about as much chemistry as they do. Is, is this happening? <laughs> Live? Oh
1: my God. Is this happening right
0: now? On the YouTube? Let me
1: hold your hand when I get scared. No. Camera's not on us right now. <laughs> I'm more like a... Yeah. I gin, I, for the audio listeners, I gingerly touched his cheek. i more poked his eye, actually. I'm more into Victor Crumb right now, so get off me. Oh, sorry. This
0: isn't for a few years, Steve, until our, our, our romance will flower. Well,
1: I look forward to s- several episodes of this show. But
0: everybody on the show, uh, the listeners are all going to think that you should have gotten with Andy.
1: Honestly, I get it.
0: <laughs> Dang. Andy's a snack. <laughs> oh wait, no, it's me. I should have gotten with Andy. You're Ron. That's right. <laughs> My point still stands. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, after this, they, there's more. Uh, Harry sneaks into, uh, I forget what the bar is called, but the kids aren't allowed in there at this time. Um, the minister, Minister Fudge, the Minister of Magic shows up. and uh, He goes into... The, the bar with like the, her name was what was 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 Rosmerta? yeah, uh, I did write it down. R- Rosemerta, yeah. Yeah, Rosemerta. She says something about Sirius Black, and it's like, oh, why why would he come to if Sirius Black in Ogsmeade, Uh, Why would he come here? What a load of Ogwash. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. So that's what calls his attention, right? Mm-hmm. He sneaks in there. You see this the the tracks in the snow. There's more shrunken heads in there that kick out uh, Ron and, and Hermione. And then he calls them thick heads, which they're very upset about. Uh, and that's where Harry eavesdrops and finds out that Sirius Black told Voldemort snitched on Lily and James Potter. He was their friend, and he is still and remains to this day, uh, <laughs> as uh, Professor McGonagall says, Harry Potter's godfather. And then we cut to Harry crying, thinking about this info, like angry crying. Right? He tells the gang, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I'm. I hope he finds me. I'm going to kill him." Yep. Gets very violent that and Harry. We
1: also learned that uh, Sirius Black destroyed Peter Pettigrew and only, a only left a finger rema- was re- were- uh, what what remained wow I can't talk
0: that's okay buddy that's hard You're dumb to say. Shit. words yeah mug blood. keep studying man mug
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the scene I was talking about the transition where we see the snow melting into spring and the the whomping willows shaking off all the ice and stuff um Lupin again training Harry alone uh just very because he's the main character and he's like he realizes that he needs extra attention. Uh, and showing him advanced magic, the Patronus charm, Expecto Patronum. Harry fails the first time, of course, and then he's like, "That's okay, Harry. Even as the main character, you're bound to not get it on the first try." Have you ever seen Karate Kid? <laughs> and then next we're gonna do waxing on and waxing off. They're using a bogart, um, which is a clever way to train him to fight Dementors. Um, and the the first time. When he fails, yeah, he was thinking of the first time he wrote a broom. That's right. The first time I wrote a broom is not a good enough happy memory. Because he's supposed to call recall a very happy memory to have the strength to do the spell. Powerful. Um, and then he's like, there's another, it's a funny scene. Because it's like, there's another memory. It's the ha- Well, it's the happiest I've ever felt ever by far, by a mile. I don't know if that'll work. <laughs> Do you think it would? I think it would, Harry. What the, what the fuck's Why going on Why didn't right you now? go
1: with that to begin with?
0: <laughs> and it does kind of work that you are able to put the thing back into the box, and then he gives him some chocolate and says, I think we're done for the day. Because chocolate revitalizes you after a brush with the Dementor. Yeah. Um, but what memory was this very happy memory, Chris? Does he talk about it in this scene? Mm -hmm. Uh, That's right. It's uh, it's the memory of his uh, parents looking down and talking to him when he was a baby. I don't know if it's actually a memory at all. If I just made it up. Well, clearly it works. So keep pretending.
1: (laughs) Keep going with that. (laughs) Um, Here's a chocolate.
0: We cut to Ronald who lost. It's weird calling him Ronald, but that has to be his name. Yeah. Uh, he lost Scabbers, his rat, and he thinks Crookshanks killed him. So he's arguing with Hermione and Hermione's defending her cat Crookshanks. And Hermione's then, very hurt by this. She is. She's like, get off my cat. Yeah. Which yeah, I understand. Ron. Like if I was saying Pippin ate my uh Baby. And I would be like, the baby
1: deserved it. Have yeah. you seen Pippin?
0: <laughs> I didn't eat the baby. I was very hungry. <laughs> and it couldn't get away. It's just a baby. You could make a new one. Uh, that's There's Pippen, only one Pippin. That's how Pippin talks. Hagrid I'm, is...
1: Pippin came up here because that's the voice I do. So he's like up here like, Bad Got me. a T
0: word? <laughs> Uh, We cut to Hagrid telling the gang while he's skipping rocks in the lake how Lucius, uh, Malfoy's dad, has demanded Buckbeak's death and has uh, succeeded in that for for hurting Draco. Um, And and Ron, we cut back to Ron in the dormitory now, who's having a tap dancing spider nightmare. It's a really weird scene where he's like, oh, spiders, they're trying to make me tap dance. And then Harry's reading a book awake and he looks up at Ron and goes, tell him, Ron. You tell him, Ron. Get those okay. spiders, uh, but Ron never is fully so awake. Weird. So it's such a weird scene. Uh, but this is where he's just looking at from
1: the, the. Is there like something like is that kind no, of no to a book no, event or something? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, all
0: right. Other than that, the fact that he fears spiders, which was alluded to when he was fighting the bogart. Yeah, uh, and I guess they were just trying to do goofy, like in uh, Step Brothers, when he's like, "Screw you, Leonard Nimoy," or "I'll kill you, Leonard Nimoy." Like that kind of <laughs> that's that kind of scene. Um, Peter Pettigrew. Is on the Marauders map is what, uh, Harry notices, uh, which I think is one of the biggest plot holes that people talk about, you know, wouldn't Fred and G- Fred and George have seen Peter Pettigrew on the map every time Scabbers was in Hogwarts. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause we can assume they had been using it, but would they know who that is? Uh, yeah, I think he f- pretty famously was murdered. Right. If you grew up in the wizarding world, um, Yeah, but do you
1: think Fred and George like memorize a guy who was the one one person who was murdered by Voldemort or Sirius Black, you know what I mean?
0: No, you're right,
1: I guess. Like as a teen- People
0: talk about that a lot though. Like wouldn't they have seen Peter Pettigrew on the map? But also, how did Fred and George get the map? Do you, did they say in this movie? I don't remember.
1: I don't think they say in this movie. Because I know Remus is like, I don't know
0: how in the bloody hell you would have gotten this.
1: I think it's explained in, it's definitely explained in the book, but I don't remember what it is. It Um, might be explained in one of the later movies.
0: So how Harry he goes gallivanting to find Peter Pettigrew. There's a really cool kind of horror scene again where he's got his wand out all Lumo-styled. that light out. With all the paintings yelling at him. Come on, it's nighttime. We're Put trying to sleep out. here. Uh, Pettigrew walks right past him supposedly, uh, and then Snape comes up. And before Snape is able to arrive, Harry says uh, mischief managed and then taps the paper, the parchment and uh, uh, knocks to turn his wand off. And then Snape puts his lit wand in his face. And he's like, just like your daddy strutting about <laughs> looking sexy as fuck. <laughs> Harry's like, what my, da- uh, my daddy didn't strut. Uh, and neither do I. He's really mouthy to Snape there. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 Marauder's map's really cool, because if you try to force it to tell you, he's like, reveal your secrets. Uh, And it says, and I quote, Messrs. Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot, and Prongs offer their compliments to Professor Snape and request that he keep his abnormally large nose out of other people's business. Uh, Which he makes Harry read to him. Uh, Right at that moment when Snape's at his most outraged, Lupin shows up. Uh, and he says, "Here, Lupin, you're supposed to be a uh, an expert in dark magic. Look at this parchment; it's clearly bewitched." And he's like, "No, it's obviously a joke map meant to insult anybody who tries to look at it. It's probably a Zonko product, even though he is in fact Mooney and one of the people that made this map." Mm-hmm. So he's defending Harry there. What does neat? What a G! They don't talk about it in this movie at all, do they? Like, I don't. The think The Mooney they do. Padfoot, the whole group, like. Are you supposed to just figure it out? They,
1: they briefly allude to Padfoot later on with Sirius,
0: and then you're supposed to put it together that Peter was Wormtail, yeah, and
1: Prongs is his dad, the stag, yeah. But I they don't they don't directly call attention to it for sure.
0: My memory is that the friend group was uh, Remus, Sirius, James, and Peter, uh, and that they all became animagi. To help Lupin feel better about being infected with lycan- the, the lycanthropy, right? Mm-hmm. He's a werewolf, so they all want to turn into animals with him. Um, what a good group. And then the picture yells at Snape as well, which is really funny. What's that light <laughs> Um Why is this hallway so cluttered tonight? Jesus. And then we cut to Lupin and Harry again, alone. Um and then he's mad about the map. He chastises Harry for walking around alone. And I'm astounded you didn't hand it in. Something like this falls into the hands of Sirius Black. He could find you instantly, right? Um, but as Harry's leaving, he says, "Hey, I don't think that map works, Professor Lupin. Uh, it shows people that are definitely dead." <laughs> and Lupin's like, "Like who? Oh, well, the Queen. Uh, I saw Michael Jackson on there once, and Peter Pettigrew." And <laughs> Lupin's like, <"What>? "Michael
1: Jackson, <laughs> the King of Pop." Here at Hogwarts. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> and then we cut.
1: That's and- a dangerous thing, place for him to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's like putting dementors. Oh, in- uh, <laughs> I get it now.
0: <laughs> Back to Trelawney's class again. Um, And this is when Trelawney shits on Hermione. I knew it was the moment I saw you. You didn't possess the art of divination. You have the the, the heart of an old crusty maid and like goes on and on and on. You'll die alone. No one will love you except your cats. A sense of humor as brittle as the books you so desperately cling to. Something like that. Uh, And Hermione storms off. And then Ron's like, she's gone mental. (laughs) Dude, you suck. Ron sucks. Ron Ron sucks. Uh, But she knocks off the crystal ball. As she's leaving, Harry goes to pick it up. So he stays later than the rest of the class, brings it back in. Uh, and that's when he kind of sees Sirius's face uh, looming in the crystal ball. And then treeline creeps up and says, he who betrayed his friends, whose heart rots with murder shall be free once more. Innocent blood shall be spilt. The servant shall find its master. And, and then be she reunited once more. Yeah. <laughs> Does she write it down too? Yes. Uh, and then she has no memory of what she just said. Like, oh, Harry, sorry. What'd you say? Oh, what's up? So Trelawney does have like legitimate divination powers. Interesting. Trelawney's awesome. She's very cool. And she's Emma Thompson, who's amazing. Yeah. Uh, the gang uh, gets to see an executioner sharpening an axe, which is very fucking medieval, don't you think? Like it's like a, it's like a, like like a literal a, hooded executioner.
1: That was like, an. that wasn't just an axe. That's an axe they have in like Resident Evil games. <laughs> yeah. It's like
0: a almost a scimitar. Yeah. No, a halberd. That's the medieval weapon I'm thinking of. It's a, a pole axe with a, a giant. It's a pole axe, is what it is, yeah, Steve. I like medieval stories, so I know a lot about medieval weaponry. Steve, <laughs> I'll teach you about a halberd sometime. Thank you. Um, and uh, yeah, so they walk by him, and then you hear Draco like, "Father says I can keep the hippogriff's head," <laughs> like. He just sucks real bad. I don't think
1: Lucius has that authority.
0: (laughs) Eh, Apparently he does. He got everybody to execute the poor hippogriff.
1: Hey, can I have that, uh, that hippogriff's head? What are you guys going to do
0: with the head? Just wondering.
1: I'm going to give it to my boy.
0: (laughs) He's going to mount it. I don't know what he's going to do with it. Uh, you know,
1: teenagers, I don't want to even know what he plans to do with it, <laughs>
0: but he wants to, uh, Hermione almost fucks up Draco. She's like, you sniveling. I forget what she says, but she pulls out her wand. He's terrified. He's whimpering. Uh, and then Ron's like, he's not worth it. And, <laughs> and then she clocks him, punches him. Love it. Uh, and Hagrid and Harry are looking at Buckbeak in the next scene. Um, Hagrid found scabbers, by the way, he put him in like a sugar bowl. Um, uh, <laughs> and then someone is throwing rocks into Hagrid's hut, breaks one of the other bowls, hits Harry in the head. By doing that, Harry turns around and looks out and sees that the Cornelius Fudge and the executioner are almost to the hut with Dumbledore, of course. Um, because
1: Dumbledore wanted to be there with Hagrid. He did. He's, he's very
0: supportive. Yeah. He's a good dude. And, ha- but also ha- Dumbledore is there because... He's instrumental in them having time to sneak Buckbeak away, even though he knows it's going to happen in the future. He's a fucking genius, that Dumbledore. Yep. Um, Hagrid covers something, what I can assume is an illegal animal that he doesn't want the Ministry to see. Did you notice that? Yeah. He throws a blanket over like a a Sarlacc-looking ass thing. And then um, that's a Star Wars reference for you, Steve.
1: Oh, thanks. I appreciated it.
0: Uh, Hermione thought she saw something when they're hiding behind the pumpkins. uh, And then they see Buckbeak being executed And right at that moment, Scabbers bites Ron. And he's like, ow, he bit me. There's something off about this rat. Something a little weird about this rat. In this this particular movie, typically it doesn't do this. Uh, (laughs) uh, Typically,
1: Scabbers just hangs out in the background with no (laughs) potent or intent
0: at all. But this year, he's being a real bitch. Weird. (laughs) He chases uh, Scabbers to the Whomping Willow. Um, What does he say? It's the Grim. They see the dog. It's the Grim. And the Grim attacks Ron grabs him by the leg, drags him underneath the willow. And then Hermione and Harry get whomped by the willow when they're trying to get to take Ron. There's like a fight scene with the Whomping Willow. Mm -hmm. They get like walloped by this tree. Poor Hermione's getting like slung around. Yeah, she's up there like, ah, Harry goes uh, full on jinkies because he drops his glasses. Full
1: on jinkies.
0: He's, he goes full Velma. Can't I can't see, see
1: without my glasses. He's blind
0: as shit. And cuts to his POV. It's like, damn, you need those things. Those are prescriptions. You can see uh, nothing. Yeah. I mean, I don't have I have perfect vision. I don't like to brag, but it's twenty twenty. I can literally see everything far away and up close, really clearly. Right. So I can't ima- <laughs> I can't imagine, but like. Wow, this is like a thick. Like he should have Coke bottle. He should have tree linings on. We have that kind of vision. <laughs> he can't see anything. Anyway, there's a secret tunnel. Harry slides perfectly down it from the willow. And then Hermione's like, oh, that's a neat trick, and does it right after him. Uh it turns out the tunnel leads to underneath the shrieking shack. Weird. It's not uh, like the Shake Shack. It is. Hmm. It's a very popular destination. Hmm. There's one in Times Square. Hmm. And uh, the anime just serious black is in there is what Ron points out immediately. The door closes very um, um what's the word? What's the word? It means like scary forebodingly foreboding. It's like that. That's not the word I was looking Ominous. for. But, but Ominously. There you go. Thank you, Steve. Uh, Who's the, dumb as shit. Now get old thesaurus, Steve yeah. over there. And then Lupin shows up right behind him. And there's like, by the way, I think Steve, this scene is the best scene in the entire Harry Potter series. It's a good one. I love it so much. There is turn after turn. Whoa, look at that. Oh, he's here. He's here to save us. Oh, he's a bad guy too. Oh, they're both good guys maybe. Ah, Snape's here now. It's fucking relentless. And there's some of the best actors in England, which means the world, right? Like it's just like classically theater actors. Oh my God. It's Alan Rickman, David Thewlis, Gary Oldman. I can't get excited enough about how much I love this fucking scene.
1: I did 12 years of waiting.
0: Like, oh, oh yeah. Man. When oh, the one point Lupin's like, just wait a second. Serious. I have waited 12 years. And Oscar bond. Terrible rendition of <laughs> Gary Oldman. I, I love the Oscar bond. Oscar And the guy who plays Peter Pettigrew is very famous as well. I'm giving him short shrift here, uh, but he's been in a ton of shit. He's always very excellent. I think he's in, isn't he the sidekick in um, the last samurai with Tom Cruise? Uh, Timothy Spall is his
1: name Um, Yeah but he's in a ton of shit Yeah uh, He's in Sweeney Todd, Vanilla Sky He's in a bunch of stuff I know he's
0: in Last Samurai He's
1: in Spencer Oh he was the bad guy in Spencer
0: he was Oh the, yes 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 He was the
1: dude that was always like upper
0: butt Like, yep. like oh close your windows You make terrible nosh <laughs> You make terrible noise. That's what he said. But anyway, there's plot twist after plot twist. This is such an incredible scene. Ultimately, we find out that Sirius Black is innocent. And Peter Pettigrew is alive and well. Uh, and he's been scabbers the entire time for the last tw- 12 years. <laughs> I love that line because <laughs> Gary Oldman's kind of, he's lost his mind being yeah, an Azkaban that yeah. long uh, somewhat. And uh, there's a part where Ron's like, oh, he couldn't be. He's been in my family for 12 and- years. 12 years, yes. <laughs> exactly how long I've been in prison, I, motherfucker! How long lifespan for a rat? Yeah, God, I—his teeth are all fucking rotted out and shit. Yeah. Like I'm assuming he can go to a wizard dentist and fix that cheerio. Mm-hmm. Does that mean fast? Fix that cheerio. <laughs> I'm sorry. Those teeth aren't a spot of bother. They're not that concerned over there anyway about those things. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a common joke. It is. It is. I didn't mean anything. I've never been there.
1: We already insulted so many of them by saying British meaning everything. They didn't make it this
0: far into the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But Snape shows up, like I said, the Expelliarmus that he does on Sirius merely knocks the wand out of his hand. But the Expelliarmus that Harry does on Snape knocks the shit out of him. He flies across the room. A very accomplished battle-hardened wizard gets thrown by a child into the bed and knocked out for several minutes, Mm -hmm. which why wouldn't he be? Um, Pedigree tries to escape. One thing that bothers me, and I'll just say it right now in case I forget. So Pedigree when he first transforms into the actor, he's still he's been a, a rat for 12 years, so he's got like he's rat got like some tendencies. Residual, yeah. I love that. But he's fully clothed. Residual rat rat king. I don't rat want king. the man to be naked. <laughs> yeah. I don't want the man to be naked, but when he turns back into a rat later sneakily when the lupin turns into a werewolf, he falls into his pile of clothes as a rat. That doesn't make any fucking oh, yeah, sense. That's a good point. That doesn't make any fucking sense. He should have took his clothes with him or been naked. Maybe he can just apparate clothes. Ah! Ah! I just think they couldn't show uh, 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 a naked pedigree. T- no
1: one wants to see Timothy Spall's
0: dong. <laughs> with one of his fingers missing. <laughs> if You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, any who's old, all that shit happens. A lot of stuff transpires very quickly, right? So Snape's uh, unconscious, but Pettigrew, ultimately they try to kill him. Lupin and, and um, uh, Sirius, their plan is to kill him and Harry stops him. Not only because he's an honorable person, but because nobody's going to be here to uh, cleanse Sirius Black's name mm-hmm. if they kill him, right? It's Clears just going to be name. a murderer once again, twice mm-hmm. over. So they all exit the the shrieking shack through the willow which is weird it would have been safer if they just walked out in the hogsmeade and was like hey cops we need you <laughs> but they climb back out to where nobody can help there them There are no cops Chris there are dementors That's true and Lupin uh very, very unfortunately forgot that tonight was a full moon, even though you'd think his dang whole it. life would revolve don't around hate it knowing when, when that's gonna happen. Don't you just
1: hate it when the moon just sticks ah, up on you like that? Bang! Right, there it is. Ah, this was a real bad day for this.
0: Right at this moment, as Oof, the, no less. I, I
1: knew it too. I knew it. This is on me. I'm sorry, gang. Did you
0: take your potion, Remus?
1: No. I I didn't. I did not. I did (laughs) not. I don't like to. It makes me gassy.
0: (laughs) It does. It makes me gassy. Um any whozle, he turns into a werewolf meaning lupin interrupts the whole thing allows Pettigrew to escape he turns into a rat and runs away snape comes out right as the fucking werewolves is attacking and he's like i'm gonna oh god it's a werewolf! oh no shit but then he does start protecting the children uh which i thought was really neat i mean is a good guy he just yeah he's been through a lot
1: this is a good uh movie for snape because he protects the children here but also earlier when he and dumbledore are talking about harry and the in the uh, the Great Hall, he's like, "Should we? We need to tell Harry Potter about like the danger he's he in. This is a bad. Th- he needs to know.
0: He's a little greasy loner boy, yeah. spiteful man, but not a bad person at his no, heart, no. at his core. Um, and then Sirius turns into, I guess, because he doesn't have a wand, right? He's only able to turn into Padfoot and help attack the werewolf. At no point does he get bit, or he would also be a werewolf, which I found a little unbelievable. But they do some doggy wrestling, uh, and then there's some howling off in the distance, right as Harry's about to get mauled. Oh. Because Harry doesn't, I don't know where Harry's wand is, but he decides to just throw rocks at the werewolf. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there's some howling in the distance. And we learned in that class with Professor Snape as a substitute that they respond well to other of their kind. Mm-hmm. So he runs off to find the source of the howling. Saving- this is why Snape told them all to research werewolves, because he wanted them to be safe. I told you all, page 390. Oh, it is. Yeah. Or, or was he trying to protect them or trying to out Remus spitefully?
1: I don't think
0: that has to be mutually exclusive. to one another. <laughs> I bet it was to spite Lupin, but I think you're it's, right.
1: It's definitely despite, but I also think Snape truly also, cause he wants that job. Right. And he's not a bastard. He, well, he is a bastard, but he's, he doesn't want these kids to get killed.
0: He's occasionally a bastard. Doesn't want them to die, but he does like them when they're maimed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so, uh, the, the werewolf runs off and then what else happens? Um, Sirius is wounded. The Dementors arrive to, to suck the soul out of Sirius. And then Harry, because he's trying to help. He has a Patronus successfully, but not a very strong one. It kind of makes them bounce a little bit. And then that just pisses them off. So they start sucking Harry's soul out as well.
1: This is just the most fun we've had all evening. <laughs> like, two for oh, one my special. Goodness. I was thinking of turning in early today, but I'm so glad. I'm, I'm glad I, glad I showed
0: up for the suck party.
1: <laughs> I love a suck fest. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> Anybody got the fishbowl?
0: We got to put our keys in there first. <laughs> Harry uh, sees some kind of stag-like, patronus looking thing, and what he thinks is his dad. He wakes up in the hospital in the infirmary, uh, Madame Ponfrey's neck of the woods. Dumbledore points out that they uh, uh, won't believe adolescent wizards because Hermione and the gang try to tell him, like, hey, Sirius is innocent. We've got hard evidence meaning we made some stuff up potentially. We know some things. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dumbledore is like, well, they're not going to believe three adolescent wizards, unfortunately. He's yeah. very whimsical about everything. He's very dumbledore about the whole thing. The, very wizard,
1: the wizarding judicial system definitely exercises caution.
0: Exercise caution. Uh, and he basically implies heavily that they should go back in time and save Sirius. He's in the, the, the topmost dark tower, whatever he says, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then only Hermione knows what he's talking about though. And then when he leaves the room, be back by the seventh bell or whatever. Three
1: turns ought to do it.
0: Yes. Well,
1: I, we keep doing the Richard Harris one, but it's Michael Gammon like it. Eh, three turns. That'll three,
0: do it. Uh Three lines of blow. That's what I did. Three <laughs> turns to do you. And, uh, Ron doesn't know what's going on. i like, well, you can't come cause you're, uh, uh, you got a hobbly foot now. Mm-hmm. And she puts a necklace around Harry and she's like, how do you think I've been getting all these classes? And so she's had a time Turner McGonagall gave it to her because it's a really incredibly irresponsible school. And so why not give like dark, insanely complicated magical items, uh, that have, as Hermione says later, uh, made terrible things happen to many wizards to a 13 year old girl. So she can get to extra classes.
1: Yeah. Just so she can, you know, go to a couple classes at the same time, you know,
0: she's been manipulating time. That's how she's been getting in and out of all these different classes. Uh, So they go back in time to the start uh, of uh, the whole scene where the hippogriff was executed right right before she punched Malfoy. Uh, So she watches them herself punch Malfoy. And then basically over the next 20 minutes, we find out that every weird thing that's happened behind the scenes has, in fact, been a different Harry and Hermione from a different timeline. They're the ones that threw the rocks. Yep, and Hermione they saved was the one
1: that did the. Oh,
0: yes, mm-hmm. uh, but they also saved Buckbeak. Yeah. So earlier, when we saw Hermione kind of um, put her face into Ron's shirt to not see the hippogriff being sliced, it was actually just a gourd. It was a pumpkin the whole time. Buckbeak was never injured. Nope. Nope.
1: I do love how the executioner's like, well. I got to cut something. I got to cut something. The, the, what if that was like, like a something.
0: magical creature that looks like a pumpkin? It and was a Hagrid, logger. you just hear Hagrid out in the background. Ah! <laughs> no, no. That was my pumpkin shrew. That was Charlie. He's actually an old wizard. Oh, that, he wouldn't hurt nobody. <laughs> he wouldn't hurt nobody. He was just a big pumpkin boy. I mean, he's killed 37 men, but uh, I don't know why. my mind's Sling Blade. That's my Hagrid. I reckon I ain't going to kill nobody today. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, he likes mustard biscuits. <laughs> that's a sling blade reference. I don't know have- Everyone's watched Sling Blade. Everybody's seen Sling Blade. Yeah. Uh but yeah, and that's the end of the fucking movie, pretty much. We see a bunch of tiny whime. <laughs> <laughs> we see a bunch of tiny whimey things. Um and uh, oh, there is a funny part where Harry is alone with Hermione for a second because there's multiple periods where they have to wait for the thing that they know is about to transpire to happen. Like when they're waiting outside the hut uh, and then later when they're waiting outside the Whomping Willow. So they're basically just chilling while everything that we saw earlier, tra- like the best scene in the history of Harry Potter, transpires below them. They got to watch that as well. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, Hermione, it's crazy. I, I, I swore I saw my dad. That's who saved me from the Dementors. And Hermione says, but, but Harry, your dad's dead. (laughs) And and Harry goes, I know. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, is this real? Is this what's happening right now? But Harry, your dad's dead as shit. Dead as shit. Literally, probably never loved you. I mean, we can't say for sure, but he says he did. But I would assume. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just a really funny scene I thought, but I actually thought as far as like Christopher Nolan, any twists or whatever, right. This was actually pretty played off pretty well. Um, cause I actually forgot for a second, you know, when I'm watching it this morning, it's been a few years and, uh, I was like, wait, who threw the rocks? Right. Someone. Oh, that's right. It's, the-. you know, it was like, it's, Pretty neat. I thought. I thought it was done well mm-hmm. as far as timey wimey things go. What do you think? You're pretty well. You're a huge sci-fi guy. Pretty. Do you think it was well executed? Timey wimey. Uh, I think it's executed fine. It's competent.
1: Sure. Um, it it it's is not a mind blowing. This maybe. is the most poorly paced section of the movie. You think so? Yeah. Because you're going back. You're reliving it, and the characters are also like, "Well,
0: guess we just sit here." Yeah. Right about now, they're finding Peter Pettigrew, I guess. Mm. Mm. Oh, I there's, bet- oh, there's Snape. Yeah, you're no, about to shoot him. He's looking mad.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's it's not terrible. Um, and it is. I do like the cleverness of like, oh, they threw the rocks. Oh, it was Hermione. Like, I think that's really scripted well. It's just, I there's just a little trouble with the pacing of it all.
0: One thing that I think could, it's a tiny thing, uh, but I think would have made it so much more. It's, it's so tiny. I'm so dumb for pointing it out. But there's a point where the first time through, um, when they're behind the pumpkins, Hermione looks back and then says, "I thought I saw." Never mind, and they just go, and then when you see it played out from the other timeline, you realize that she thought she saw herself. Mm-hmm. She did, though. She thought she saw herself, and I think that line should have been said by Ron, because Hermione's very smart. She actually is in possession of the Time Turner. So I think it's much more likely that she'd be like, I definitely saw myself, mm-hmm. you know, whereas Ron would have been like, I thought I saw. Oh, never mind.
1: There's two of them now.
0: Yeah. Oh, bollocks! <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like if he saw himself, he'd definitely just shake it off and not talk about it. Mm-hmm. So they should have had him say that line. Um, but yeah, I thought it was very well made, very competent. I My liked- favorite
1: thing about the, the going through and replaying the end of the movie again is we get to find out that Dumbledore wants Brandy. Yes. Dumbledore's a brandy man. There's
0: a cool line uh, where he's like, I, I have a small, I, I would like to have a small glass of brandy. And then you hear Hagrid go, You won't find no small glasses in here. Because he's a giant, eh, <laughs> but also a drunk. Yep. And
1: <laughs> um I call them
0: buckets. <laughs> <laughs> There's literally a bucket. But I love that scene with Dumbledore because then he comes out. Uh, And they almost get spotted with Buckbeak. And he's like, oh, look over here at the mountains. That was actually installed back in my day by John, whatever he's saying. He's distracting everybody. I love the idea that he knew they'd be there, even though it's the old timeline. So he's so fucking smart that he anticipated giving this task to Hermione and the gang later. And so would have to, at that precise moment, like that's how powerful of a wizard he is and how smart he is. Mm-hmm. It's like the time when he looked directly at Harry in the invisibility cloak. Um, he's just a godlike figure in this series. yeah. Um, and it's it's a, it's cool.
1: Yeah. No, it's really, really fun. Um, <laughs> funny enough, I had to watch this whole ending sequence twice because the first time I watched you it- had. I was a haggard sized glass. I, I had a haggard sized glass of brandy. Uh, <laughs> actually, it was rum and mio. Um, Ooh! But uh, that's
0: her recipe for preventing a hangover.
1: Yeah, uh, and water because it's water, rum and mio. Um, but so, like, I woke up this morning and looked at my notes for the last twenty minutes. Like, what is this? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> it was a lot of like, oh, look, it's serious. Buckbeat. <laughs>
0: Candyman,
1: man. <laughs> the end. Like that's not what happened so, Buckbeat. So when I went back and rewatched it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't write anything about Buckbeat saving them from uh, from Lupin because there's that chase scene in the woods that Lupin chases him." Yeah, Buckbeat
0: hops back in. Still got the chain on his neck. I we're I really wanted them to take that off. Yeah. I was like, "Hey, he probably hates that."
1: Uh, and then they bust um, Sirius, Sirius out. Out, of, out of prison. With and Sirius is like, oh my God, Harry Potter, your
0: eyes. Mm-hmm. Tells him about his mommy's I'm eyes. Thinking
1: about those eyes for 12 years I, in prison.
0: <laughs> I'm such a dork. What I thought of was when she walked up to the door that he's in prison behind, she says like Bombardo or something and Bombardo, bl- yeah. blows it up. Or Bombarda. Wouldn't have been a great time just to unlock the door? Why'd she have to blow the shit out of it? Uh, Because we just learned about extreme incandations. That's true. I do like, (laughs) you know, a variety of spells. I'm always bitching about that in these series. But because after this point, we pretty much only ever hear Avada Kedavra, Expecto Patronum, and uh, Expelliarmus. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the only battle magic anybody uses. Some Crucio if you're, uh, what's her name? Bellatrix Lestrange, Mm -hmm. one of my favorite characters. Uh, But any who's that's the end of the movie. I know it seems. Yeah, to-
1: Lupin leaves. He's decided he, he to resign. Because yep. um, uh, he doesn't want to bring any smoke to Dumbledore.
0: And the position's cursed. It,
1: it, yeah, and he looks worse for wear. He looks like he had a rough night.
0: I've looked worse, Harry. Yep. I One time, I once did an eight ball. <laughs> I was trying to smuggle it into a Russian airport, and it burst in my ass and went into my bloodstream. Anyway, it's a long story. Long
1: story. <laughs> that's, my, that's my bugger. <laughs> Um, they lie to ron about where they've been it's not the
0: moon it's an eight ball of cocaine
1: (laughs) just in an ass (laughs) Uh, and then and then the last so this is the dumbest thing in the movie all right and i want to see if you agree with me so the final scene of the movie they're all like harry harry oh my gosh you're so lucky harry everyone gives you things and harry's like what would i get this time and Ron's like "Oh I'm sorry I opened it." Oh yeah. It is poorly wrapped and it's <laughs> and he's got a firebolt, a new broom. Yeah. It's apparently the fastest broom in the world. And they're like "Who gave it to you?" and it's implied that it's from Sirius because the feather from the griffin yeah. Hypocrite. And so the last movie ends with or the last scene is Harry flying around Hogwarts
0: and then it does a freeze, with freeze frame. frame. I hated it.
1: <laughs> the freeze frame was so bad. <gasps> ah. it looks
0: like the it's like the dementor, like the image that they have when they're sucking their soul out. Yeah. It's kind of what it looked like cuz it's a little blurred. Yeah, cuz he's moving Wonder fast. Wonder if that's on purpose like a happy version of the dementor kiss.
1: Maybe. And the dementors are just like, "Oh, I'm just happy for him." He got I've, a he's got
0: a new Zoomy brain. Oh, look at him. He's going so fast. I oh, wouldn't even be it. able to catch him. Oh.
1: You know what? I ain't going to try to catch him. <laughs>
0: I do want to kiss him. I do want to kiss him though. By that, I mean kill him. Uh, this is the other big difference from the books, uh, the others. So they didn't talk about the, the the history of the Shrieking Shack with Lupin. But one of the other big differences from the books is that Harry actually receives the Firebolt, like mid book, not at the end. Um, and they confiscate it. Because they think it might be from Sirius and some kind of like booby trap. Yeah. Like he'll get hurt trying to ride it or something like that. So they just tax it on at the end of the movie. But it was a gift he had received uh, before he knew who Sirius was. Mm -hmm. He was trying to be nice. I don't know where he gets all the money. Scary bank. (laughs) He probably robbed it. Maybe, or maybe, well, his family maybe is as, very wealthy. The Blacks. Oh, that's but,
1: right. The Blacks are very. He- but wealthy. it's like,
0: why would he? How would he have access to money?
1: I was going to say maybe as Harry's godfather, he has access to the trust. <laughs> he
0: bought it with his own money. <laughs>
1: He's like, Harry,
0: I got you a gift with your own money. <laughs> I also bought myself some clothes and a few hookers.
1: I needed it. On <laughs> <laughs> <In> all accounts, <laughs> I was all stopped up for twelve years, boy.
0: Twelve years. Twelve
1: years thinking about those eyes.
0: But don't worry, I used caution, as Dumbledore always <laughs> tells me.
1: Good. as Dumbledore always says strap up wrap that rascal (laughs) (laughs) use caution (laughs) <laughs> but that was The Prisoner of Azkaban.
0: I opinion. love it so much. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, And uh, give us more requests. We've got a, uh, an episode coming out in a couple of days from a patron. Uh, there's certain tiers of the Patreon that allows us to, uh, allows them to choose a movie for us to watch. That's mm-hmm. what's coming up on Wednesday. But first... And also, if you're a patron at a
1: certain level, you can be a part of the Discord. Yes. You get to interact with us. Family. So the, the Discord's always popping off. We've got... Some exclusive questions from listeners on the Discord. Oh, that's right!
0: I almost Casey did all that hard work. Damn it!
1: How dare I? Uh, that's why I'm here. Drop these questions Stop on us, Steve. All right, we got some questions. The first one comes in from Ghost. Ghost. Ghost asks, "What would a bogart turn into if you saw one?"
0: Hmm, that's a. Uh, should I go funny or should I go dark? Oh, I kind of want to hear both. <laughs> well, I can't always predict a funny. <laughs> I got nothing right now. I don't know what my biggest fear is. It might be relapse. Mm-hmm. Um, So the boggart might just turn into a, just a big old bowl of heroin. I don't know. <laughs> like kind of, much like lupins. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that would probably, that's one of my biggest fears is just drinking again and. You know, going back down that path. What about you, Steve?
1: Uh, uh, the aliens from Signs.
0: Probably. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably them. Legit fear. Yeah, it's horrifying. Uh, did what was your funny? I didn't think of one. Oh, okay, I just assumed I would go funny. You know.
1: Okay. Well, but Amanda, I didn't think of anything. Amanda has the next
0: question. She asked, "Hi, what, Amanda.
1: What people things?" places in the movies looked exactly like how you pictured them as you were reading them in the books and what was not even close from how you pictured when
0: reading the books. See, I haven't read the books since I was I think the last time I read through all of them. I was probably 14 or 15. So maybe I don't know whenever the last book came out. So maybe 16 or 17, but hmm. um, it's been a long time because I'm an old man now. I do I don't remember thinking
1: that, um, don't recall the, the famous, Newspaper of Sirius Black, like, screaming and yelling. I do remember thinking, like, wow, I, that's how I pictured that. I don't know why. Well, you knew... But, like, it was well done, because I think they they really did a good job casting uh, Gary Oldman and making him look
0: like that character. Yes. They did a great job with all of that. I'm trying to think, because at the beginning of every chapter they had these little pictures, these little illustrations. Oh,
1: that's right, yeah. Um, And
0: I think the newspaper thing might have actually been in there, Mm -hmm. but I can't remember. That's why I was hesitating for so long. I'm not for sure. Um, But all in all, set design-wise, all that stuff, they did a phenomenal job. Um, But again, I've seen the movies way more... well, not that's not true, but I've seen them so many more times recently than I've read the books, and so my head canon is almost movie stuff more than anything, mm-hmm. as far as like what things look like. Well, Buckbeat
1: looks like the the hippo. That on is the definitely cover.
0: something there is on the cover, right? Yeah, yeah. So they had that going for him.
1: Um, I, you know, I, I'll say what I don't think
0: Hogsmead is nothing like what I pictured it. I'll say that. Oh
1: no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Hogsmead is way lamer in the movie. Than yes. What it doesn't
0: it. seem to me. I wouldn't even go there. I'd be like back with Harry. Like, I don't know, man.
1: Like, why do we need a permission slip to go
0: here? It's soundless layer, wrote up to no good. Let's go do something. It's just something.
1: like a hundred foot long road with some random shops. Yeah.
0: It's like, cool. a, it's It's like Gatlinburg. It's like, eh, sucks. Oh
1: <laughs> I hate Gatlinburg. Right. Uh, okay. So our last question comes from Jeter, the Jedi. Jeter asks, who do you think is the best director of the Harry Potter movies, not outside of the series, but who directed the best for Harry Potter?
0: Alfonso Cuaron easily. Not even a question. Mm. I think there's an argument to be, to be made for David Yates Mm. uh, who did the last couple. What do you think, Steve? Uh, Well, again, I haven't seen, I've only seen these movies
1: once, so I'm only basing this off of the last.
0: So you're, you're only going Chris Columbus or Alfonso right now,
1: right now. So, so, you know, let's circle back to that question for me once we watch them all. But as of right now, it's, Alfonso, like you're in the with, Fons camp. Yeah. I'm all about the Fons, baby. All about the Fons. Yeah. But yeah, those was the last questions from Discord.
0: And you can join the question uh section as well. You don't have to be a member of the Discord. Uh, we don't want to gatekeep that. So you feel free to email us. It's dreaming or gmail at gmail.com. Uh with any questions you have, we're gonna be covering obvi uh goblet of fire next. Uh, and then order the phoenix and so on and so forth we might have to double up one or two weeks just to to get it all done before last of us or let it bleed into last of us maybe and just have a, an extra couple episodes or whatever so sure
1: we'll see we can do what we want
0: but if you have questions for those movies that's what's coming up soon but that's all the time we have for right now uh, my name is chris and i'm steve and this was streaming things happy streaming Here's all the new patrons that we got in November. New, 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 new. In the try before you deny man uh, category, we have Emmy. Thank you, Emmy. New to Marty B's VIP section. We have Carl DiMartino and Sean Kerrigan. Oh, we know where the party happens in the VIP section. Mm -hmm. And the chocolate pudding producers. We have Laura Hardwick, Adam Jett, Jane McMillan, Katie, Alexandra Cordova. Good luck. Silja Hiljet I'm it. very sorry. I, that's obviously uh, it's, you know, it's Icelandic, maybe? Maybe. Nor, Norwegian, maybe? Maybe. Anyway, sorry for butchering that, but I tried really hard. I think it's ruder to not try. That's my yeah, opinion. Try before you deny. Yes, yeah, try, try before you deny. What if Silja <laughs> is a little girl, man? <laughs> <laughs> Cheyenne Bragg, Aaron Carr, Christy Ellens, Aaron, Toby Sands, Keenan Chu, Victor Weaver, Tina Gomez, SJ Dog 21 Kaylin Swift, Sharon Linden, Josh Seidel, Zoe Schubert, Andrew Diaz, Jada Haley, Nick and Aaron B. Thank you, Nick and Aaron B. And everyone else you said, I don't know why I specifically said their name. Mm-hmm. And in the Friends Don't Lie producers, we have Megan Stelarski, April Palmore-Sullivan. Thank you so much, and Friends Don't Lie. And we've got some people who upgraded. What? Newest to the Try Before You Deny producers is Jeanette Murphy. Hey. And, and recently joining Marty's B, and recently joining Marty B's VIP section is Jacob Schlier and Trisha Bueller. This section is open to all. Bueller, 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 Trisha Bueller. I'm sure I she's sh- never heard that joke. Never at all. No, never. There's no way in hell. <laughs> she's she's, heard, no one's ever been that clever.
1: Now she's going to hear it four times this month at least. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you to everybody. Woo woo.